I met my first mentor, his name was Jeff. He passed away a couple years ago, but he really introduced me. I became his assistant. He introduced me to real estate. Okay. We were business partners. He was like my best friend. He was the son of the owner of a local real estate company in Newcastle. Okay. And he really was the one who showed me, this is how you make money. This is how you deal with people. Cause there's a science to it with like, yeah. you know, a social aspect, mm -hmm. you know, how do you convey uh, information? So someone will trust you to buy something through you. Yeah. A house purchase is, the most expensive thing most people buy in their entire lives. Yeah. And I'm 22 years old at the time, much like what you guys do yeah. as a young culture. Why would they trust you? You don't even own a house. Mm -hmm. You don't even have a utility bill in your name and you're sitting there selling homes. Yeah. So that was, that was my struggle at that point. But Jeff was my mentor, taught me, showed me how much I could make, showed me what I could do. And it was, I became obsessed. Yeah. Really, yeah. What were those first few years like then? Very hard. casual this is oh yeah this is really chill all right it's a saturday it. too if the suit was on i'd be a little more uh professional right because that's what i've seen i've watched some of your episodes i've seen you and i was like oh should i dress up i guess oh yeah <laughs> so the suit on the weekends i'll probably throw it back on tonight if i go for a cigar but other than Do you that, smoke in off. here no, 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 I wish. Okay. So when we buy into a commercial building, yeah. hopefully maybe we do that with oh you or something. Oh my God, I could totally hook yeah. that up. Yeah, so are you licensed to do that in like all the states? I Okay, so licensing is is, is jurisdiction-based, which would be a state-based. Yeah. But I have connections here where I can, you can still be involved. Deals. Okay, yes. yeah. So that's, that's uh, me and Simon talked the other day. It's like, rock out, I think we've got another two, three years on this lease. We'll be... Hypothetically, for probably five, six years into our partnership out here, mm -hmm. and then hopefully have, I don't know how a commercial would work. You know, I, I've not bought a commercial building. Mm -hmm. I just pay the commercial leases, and I know that's a lot of money. We put yeah. six figures plus into leases annually. Yes. Um, where we'd love to build equity, because we sell life insurance, so we pitch the difference, whole life term. Life term's like renting, whole life's like owning. Are we recording? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so we're definitely... That'd be cool. You know what I mean? I would maybe love maybe that. down the road we we do another podcast in our, our own building. It's but the I would, journey. The yeah. journey. And I'd like to have obviously a podcast studio where I can smoke a cigar in there and yeah. uh, not set of off filter. the fire alarms. Oh, that's why. They're yeah. hardwired in. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Do you have a location picked out yet for the building? Definitely want to stay in this area um, in general. And I know this building, when we recently moved in because we got closer with the owner and just kind of just kind of picked his brain in regard to how the whole deal went but i know he acquired it initially for like i think it's 187,000 square feet and i think he got it for like five or six and put a put a mill in and then sold it and he sat on it for i think two or three years mm -hmm. and he just recently sold it for close to double of of what Makes he put sense. in what do you do put a roof in put some mechanicals in um I think maybe touched up on the roof and things like that, but it put just a little more modern work on the mm, inside like as well. A facelift. Yeah, okay. facelift on the introduction, like the introduction when you walk in and things like that. Uh, the parking's massive, but he put a huge emphasis on not making a significant amount of money on leases to drive up the occupancy. Mm, so there smart. was like drove us out. So 1910 was the building that we were in. Yep. He lured me in because he was giving me basically half of I was paying half what I was paying over there yeah. and he promised me less of the stress running a young culture like we do a young sales culture like we do the biggest complaint we get is the noise complaints and, and people not not wanting to deal with the kids I think the biggest thing would be noise and then you know how we act in the parking lot because you'll see like with Wexford and like our culture not on the, <laughs> not on the scale similar to them yeah. but it's like a lot of nice cars and the kids want to 
That's like when donuts I pulled in. I was in the wrong building, and I pulled in. I was like, "Wait, I don't see any yeah. like exotic vehicle in yes. this parking lot. I am in the wrong place." Yes, yeah. Always, always a handful. When you know when you're, especially with uh, the AIL culture, it's uh, it's the cars. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's exciting. So commercial building. Um, all right. So you I've been seeing statistically though. I watch a lot of Patrick David. I watch a lot of like podcasts throughout the week. Uh, more so on just economy, uh, real estate, and different things like that. Just individuals I look up to and. You know, th their projections on with how COVID kind of affected the Crushed entire it. economy and everything with creating the virtual world. Mm -hmm. Some of the big CEOs, you know, you'll see Elon Musk and people like, I'm firing you if you don't work, you know, in person. So it's like it gives some hope for, you know, that in-person culture to drive the occupancy of a commercial building. But I'm kind of hoping that, you know, and I don't know if it would affect you negatively, but like commercial real estate will kind of like implode and drive down even Listen, smaller. Listen, I'm hoping for a crash, and that's so, it might be taboo to say, but yeah. like any vet in the real estate industry understands that there's a wave to ride when the economy, essentially, the economy of real estate goes down. Yeah. And when I say go down, it just changes. Like we had an anomaly year, it was like in 2021. Okay, so I'm very educated in, in the Pittsburgh area. That's where yeah. my bread and butter is. That's where I spend most of my time, where I do most of my business. I do other places, but that's where I do the most. So we have like an annual between between three to five percent appreciation on real estate per year. Yeah. Twenty one it was seventeen. Yeah. It's insane. So everything was was and that was residentially. Is that revenue? Like seventeen percent revenue in general? Appreciation and appreciation value. Appreciation and value. Yeah. Everything went up seventeen percent in general. Real estate residentially. Yes. Commercial had the opposite effect. It went down seventeen percent. Well, we couldn't you couldn't work. Yeah. You couldn't be together. So they had to adapt and evolve. And now businesses were like you just mentioned were becoming virtual uh, businesses were realizing, oh, I don't need this overhead because we yeah. can still um, uh, function at home. Mm -hmm. So that's why commercial became so cheap yeah. in that area and such. So it's, it's a very interesting game. But I hope brick and mortar, because that's what we refer to yeah. it as, comes back because I like to be in person. I, I'll tell you from experience, okay. not from personal experience. Actually, I could, I could hypothetically tell you from personal experience that if I were to work in an isolated environment, I would not have the success that I've developed in the insurance industry. I was going to say, because of sales, it's competitive. You have to ha you're born with that nature. And the only people mm -hmm. that I think can do it is the women can somehow work from home and still get things done. Like, I've got a lot of women that work within our business, but I see in the industry as well, that are, I wouldn't even call it multitasking, but are just able to like focus and get the job done regardless of the environment that they're in. Interesting. Whereas like the dudes that college age that we kind of recruit in our target market. Age of, is a big factor. There's no way I have a young dude, you know what I mean? And he's like, man, I just want to try it from home for a couple weeks. And he's like, <laughs> I didn't make any sales. Well, it's like you played Xbox all day and yeah. I probably would have done the same thing. It's uh -huh. not that I'm better than you, but you know, you gotta be in that, that environment where it yes. strikes that, that individual competitiveness of like, man, you know, I want to beat this individual. I want to yeah. beat my day yesterday. And I see they're making sales. I think the positivity also, because numbers are going to play out if you're around 10 other people. Mm -hmm. If you have a bad week, not 10 people shouldn't have a bad week. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Three or four should crush it. Three or four should do okay. And then three or four just don't close anything. But at least it's not you isolated and be like, this is never going to work out. I'm never going to close well, anything. Well, I need human interaction to yes. be inspired to even be motivated to work. Yeah. When it comes to, okay, so I can, if I'm just competing against me, which is in different facets can be a good and bad thing. But in terms of sales, which is what we're focusing on, I have to see what everybody else is doing to be like, where do I, where do I fall on that gauge? Where do I fall on that spectrum? Because if I'm 
I guess it's just my innate characteristic where I'm like, oh, he's doing this much. I got to beat him and do this much. Yeah. But that's why I'm in sales and why I'm an entrepreneur. Do you do good with like being put into a position of like not not I know you're individually competitive, but like put into a position of competitiveness? Because that's something I've tried to get better at is leading different types of people. I don't want to say females like specifically, mm -hmm. but in general, just some people respond better when you put them into a competitive environment. Some people so you put them. So when you say I put myself like, like so I'm, I'm volunteering myself exactly. or someone who's me or someone it. saying like putting you into a competition and be like hey is he gonna sell more houses than you this week and if not you know what i mean I'm gonna... i responded better when it's my ego on the line yeah you know where it's like the numbers are thrown up on a scoreboard and it's like where do you rank yeah and it's like oh i can't be you know i have to be in the top 10 what am i yeah. gonna do so yeah. in that sense yes but that also so i've been in this 10 years mm -hmm. and i when i how was, old are you i'm 33 no yeah. I thought you were like, already. I, I mean, chronically, yes. I was born in 1990, but I feel 25. I was going to say, I, I was going to say 23, 20. <laughs> what do you think she was, Aaliyah? Yeah, I definitely was 33. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I was going to say, like, oldest was mid 20s. Oh, well, that's great because, I mean. What part of PA are you from? I'm from Newcastle originally. Newcastle? Yes, I oh, am. Okay. Yeah. So I'm Let's sure you go. know a lot of people from yes. there. Yes. Yeah. That's uh, that's the hottest team out of Wexford right now is the Newcastle We're team. We're hustlers, man. Yes. Yeah. The hottest team. I think Joey just brought a, a, bought a new Porsche. All his guys are such sweethearts. They're huge hearts. They work hard. They're disciplined. They're dedicated. They've only been in the insurance industry for two years. And they all yeah. got like six figure whips. And it's it's cool to see what they're doing. It's really cool all to see what they're doing. All Newcastle kids. Yeah. Well, it's because I, I was watching something today where it talks about you're either inspired or desperate. Yeah. And like coming from Newcastle, if you know anything about that area, there's nothing there. Yeah. And we, if you, especially now, like how the culture is basically like our phones and you see this other life, you're desperate to get there. Yeah. Because we're not trust fund babies. You, yeah. You are either going to sink or swim. I wonder if you saw my content because I posted a big, a big piece about inspiration or desperation. Was that where I saw it? Probably. Maybe I got it from there. Could have been. I don't know. Could've I posted been. something about it. It resonated that. with me. Yeah. That's dope. So small, small world. You've been in this for ten years. Yeah. You got introduced. What what was let's kind of dive into how I structure the podcast in general. What what about your parents? Okay. Where were they born and raised? Were they Newcastle babies? Yes. What's mm -hmm. the nationality like? What are you? What uh, are you? We're Italian. Italian. So I was raised Every, Italian. Newcastle must be a heavy Italian. Heavy spot Italian, yeah. Because my buddy, his dad, and he's successful in the business. Do you know Sam Marzula? I don't. Uh, so he, his dad, he's successful up at Arius, Maine, in Wexford, and they're from Newcastle, all heavy Italian, mm -hmm. like real heavy yeah, Italian. Very the Sunday, Italians. Sunday dinners. My best friend. They start at up. two p.m. Start at two p.m. Yes, still? they're lunch, but yeah, we call them it's dinner. a whole day. You go out. You know what I mean? We used yeah. to. Uh, my best friend. You ever been to Joyos? You ever uh, heard of Joyos? You got to go to Joyos. No. Make sure media team. You. I want to clip this and I want to shout out Joyos. Because it's the best pizza, hands down, in love pizza. not only Pennsylvania. I swear to God, this is some of the best pizza I've had. And you're coming nationally. from Chicago. I'm, I'm talking about Chicago. I'm yeah. talking. About, I've had pizza from everywhere: New York, Chicago, Mexico, <laughs> wherever. Mexico I've had pizza, pizza everywhere. I don't know why I was in Mexico. Pizza. Like, yeah, it's taco pizza. But but Joyo's pizza, my personal favorite, pierogi pizza. Shout out, you know, Tony Joyo, Angelo Joyo, uh, Bella Joyo. But I'm telling you, the, the pizza, it's phenomenal. And so I remember, though, these these uh, this family basically, like, took took me in, kind of. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And, I, you know, my sister says I go to fire stories. So I don't mean, like, took me in. Like, they had to raise me. But basically, man, like, Tony yeah. was such a, he's like a, mentor, a godfather. Yeah. I don't know. Is your dad, like, that hard Italian dad? 
My dad's very reserved and very quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know like those those Italian men that are real? Yeah, that's my hardcore? mom's side. Those are the ones that will like probably got ties somewhere. I'm not allowed to talk about. Yeah, like real hardcore. People in the quarry. Yeah, with cement blocks on their ankles. Yeah, that real hardcore. That was that was Tony, and he built his business from the ground up, and just a phenomenal, phenomenal man, and kind of instilled those like. It was like manly skills mm-hmm. in me, yeah, like force, sure. like, like you don't take shit, you work hard, it, you know it. what I mean? You break something, you replace it. I remember he let me borrow one of his pickaxes once, and uh, I replaced it, and you know, it meant a lot to me because he, he complimented me and said, that's what a man does. You know what I mean? I don't even have to ask you to do anything. You replace the tool, you use the tool, and uh, just phenomenal, phenomenal family. Angelo that. and, important. and Bella, all of them. So um, Italian. Mm-hmm. So you're real Italian. Does it? Wh- where did they come over? Is it grandparents, great grandparents? So when I did the ancestry thing, it was 1922. His name was Luigi. He came over to Ellis Island. Okay. And then they came over. This is like my mom's side. They yeah. came and settled in Newcastle, uh, in Rochester area. Yeah. And then my mom's side of the family, um, my grandmother's brother was in the manufacturing industry. So he had a booming and very successful manufacturing business in Newcastle in the 60s and then but that's my mom's side it really doesn't trickle down to me i wasn't really affected by that um my so my family my dad he was he's a carpenter he's retired now okay but by trade carpenter my mom and dad are 12 years apart wow so my mom i think they got married my mom was 19 my dad was 31 yeah so they had a huge age gap yeah um and uh they divorced when I was six. I, and I, really, it's funny. Like now, they're friends. They all they still hang out yeah. on Sunday dinner. Like yeah, yeah. it's my mom and my divorced dad. <laughs> yeah, but um, it's like they were never meant to be together, other than to create my sister and I, because yeah. they couldn't be two more opposite people. So after when they divorced, I think my work ethic came from watching my mom work so hard. Yeah. She was 25 and single with two kids. Yeah. So we were we had subsidized housing. I mean, we were yeah. in on welfare. Yeah, yeah. Essentially. Yeah. I never knew that till I asked questions later yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I never felt like I went without either. She yeah. did a phenomenal job of shielding me from that. Yeah. And I can't. I thank feel like her we enough. can relate heavily to that because yeah. it's like we didn't like. We didn't really like know, you know yeah. what I mean? But single mom, I was working never two, three hungry. jobs. Yeah. Yeah, we weren't like. I was never embarrassed. Hungry, like I was, you know what I mean? Maybe me. But yeah, no, <laughs> I, I agree with that. I think, but I think having, I think having exposure to wealth, I think we were, I know I was embarrassed. I don't know if I can speak for Aaliyah, but I know I was embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that kind of like, kind of created some of the anger that I had as a kid because going through before my dad went away, we had a lot of money from what he was doing illegally. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so we had exposure to a lot of money. Then we came up here. We had friends that had money, and so we were broke, and they had money, and we were kind of like, I think there was some confusion there. It's like, like that clash. Yeah, like, like class why can't we have comparison? It like, why are they going yes. on vacation? Why are they eating here? What, yes. it's like their normalcy compared to mine is when you become exposed. Like you don't know what you don't know until you see it. Exactly. So going to Newcastle, I was pretty much on the. It was an equalizer. I was like, I wasn't really seeing wealth. Yeah. Um, until I think I got older. You see it in movies, but you think that's so far away. You don't yeah. think it's like a real thing. Yeah. You think it's almost fantasy. Like wealth is, cr- what's that? Yeah. Um, facts. So I watched my mom. She had three jobs at one time. Yeah. yeah. So she woke up and she would go to her phlebotomy job at like 3 a.m., yeah. go to her secretarial job at 7, mm. and then go waitress at night. Mm. So I was like, so to me, I had two jobs in high school. I was in 11th yeah. grade, 10th grade. I was working at a fast food place. I worked at a pool place. I was like, if my mom can do three, I can. Yeah. 
I can do too. Yeah. Um, but then it was really, I was very money motivated, obviously, because yeah. money gave me power to buy whatever I wanted. Yeah. And I like to look good. I like to, you know, buy things. I like to uh, have convenience, like security. I like uh, being able to travel. And I was like, oh, these things cost money. Yeah. So really the inspiration for money to make it and how to make it came when I was in the middle of college, I did go to college. Mm -hmm. I graduated from Pitts, and I have a biology degree. Mm. My family was like, "You're gonna, you, you gotta be the doctor." You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, I did not specifically a dentist. I did not want to be a dentist at all. Oh God! Because I had That's my least favorite person. It's just like, yeah, I, I just had an entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. I just didn't want to be in mouths all day. I had yeah. an internship. My first Ugh. internship, they held an old man's head and extracted nine teeth in front of me. Yeah. Why the would I want to do that? Yeah. So. That um, happens to me every time I go. I told him, I was like, just give <laughs> me dentures. Just basic <laughs> something, dude. He's like, yep, got another one. Well, they're Motherfucker, just take them all out then. Yeah, give me veneers. Yeah, like, take it all out. And are. I'll ask him about the veneers, and he's like, well, I won't help you. I was you like, have nice teeth, though. I'm well, confused. Yes, I got nice teeth, but I do. I think I had my first root canal at 20. I had a second one at 21, 22. Um, at least a cavity a year. It's my sister. So what well, happens how is, is her fault? she makes typical man. It's her fault. <laughs> she makes cookies <laughs> and like sugar. So I'm not gonna say uh, no. No, yeah. but I I think uh, I think maybe maybe genetics or something. I, I don't know. I think it is genetically related. But I I've been seeing these things on TikTok. That's my education. We crushed sugar though growing up. I love sugar. Yeah, we crushed sugar. Uh, I, mean, I think I may have crushed it more than everyone I'm drinking else. Drinking it right now. Yeah. See, I I and I think it's slowed down a little bit now that like I've I've last couple of years have kind of kind of honed in on somewhat of a diet, like Monday to like Thursday, kind of. Oh, you, did, you didn't have one? No, no diet. Never, never a diet. Especially because growing up, not, like the diet was like, can we have, is there food? You yes. Know what I mean? So it's like, eat whatever, yeah. eat anything. And we, we are, uh, I guess we had a small fat stage for some, for some weird. Why do you keep saying we? Like, why are you throwing her into that? Oh, she knows. <laughs> we, she knows we had a fat stage. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she knows me. We had a fast stage, so, uh, so I feel like I feel like once we got through that, it was like it, our metabolisms were crazy. You know yeah. what I mean? You just eat everything. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, like a okay, uh huh. Yeah. Listen, I used to eat raw cookie dough in fourth grade. All yes, time. it was delicious. I graduated at senior year. I graduated at 143 pounds. Okay. That's dude. skinny, yeah. right, for a dude. Yeah, Fuck yeah I don't know skinny. dude sizes. Yeah, 140 yeah. pounds. I feel like that's a. Like, I feel like that's like a, like an average girl size. You know what <laughs> I mean? I'm like graduating. I'm looking back. I'm like, dang, dude. I know I can't get into that topic. We can't, we can't talk about that. But uh, but but I'm I'm looking back now and I'm like, holy shit, mom. Because I'm looking back. Because always had a six pack after like 15. But the yeah. six pack it when I graduated, well, thank God. it looked it like looked like it was like peeling out like. Like one of those, like when you see on the like the commercial and the you know that uh, in the eyes of an angel song starts playing. It's like oh donate, my god, like you had a parasite. Dollar. Basically, it looked like I was like, Ew. you know what I mean? Just, I had veins coming up into my stomach, and I was like looking back, and I'm like, mom, were we that broke? Oh damn! And I was eating icing, I was eating biscuits. You, you know were what I mean? Eating whatever, eating everything. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And like I was real mean too about the food. Like I was like mean about food. Mean dude. Like if anybody mean? touched my food, wasn't oh. I mean about the food in the house? I was mean. Like I had first dibs on the food. I have an emotional connection to food too. Yeah. If you, if someone <laughs> ate my leftovers, if yeah. I was thinking about them all day and I came home to a fridge with no leftovers, yes. I would kill. 
kill. Kill. Oh my god. Ooh, fight, Enraged. Fight everyone in the house. So when you what was your household like, your household environment? Was it just you? It's uh, so I my household environment, I grew up mainly I stayed with my mom. So it was okay. me, I have a sister yeah. who's younger than me. She's 30 now. Yeah. Uh, about to have my niece next week. Let's go. Um yeah. So it was just us two growing up. But my mom ended up getting married three more times. Yeah. So she was married a total, I call it marriage, but she was heavily engaged to somebody for 12 years. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was a, it was a several different figures of men, I guess the yeah. father figure. And I was like, I was a very rebellious child. Yeah. No one was going to tell me what to do. I didn't care who it was. Oh Them, yeah. That's her, how she was. Really? Was that you? Yeah. Those are the best kids though. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, listen, you think for yourself. I was strong enough not to allow that. God bless my mom's heart, but I had never let no man come up in that house until. <laughs> and she says she was like she waited. They were good men. But as soon yeah. as I left, up uh, there was a man in the house. As soon as I started selling insurance, somehow you let her bring something home. Well, I said I don't like your boyfriend. And she said, as long as he's happy, she did. And that's the right response. But if she he sucks, then you got to get rid of him. Oh, he like, sucked. He was horrible. Oh my god! Dude. I tell my mom that all the time. This dude was a whale. I was so pissed. A whale? Fuck, massive, and I'm uh. mad. Like I'd come home and visit. I came home and visited once, <laughs> and it was like Christmas Eve, and the Christmas Eve idea of dinner from him was Burger King or oh, something. What? At this point, I'm making like a half million dollars. Yeah. Like I've had steak every. I I refuse to eat it. I still have the cookies in the Christmas dinner, which luckily wasn't Burger King again. And as Wait, soon as really we get happened? back, I swear to God, they were eating Burger King. Me and my sister were looking at them in disgust. And we were just praying for my mom. And we <laughs> just she had been through so much. We allowed it. She, I love her so much to death. She's going to watch this. And she's going to text me and say that wasn't nice. And, and my, my mom is doing so phenomenal. She's the lightest she's been in 20 years. Aww, she's been single great. now a year. We're going to find mom. her a beautiful, amazing husband. In a couple years or something down the road or never. We'll, or we get you a couple more bulldogs. I'm hoping, She's yeah. smart. I, that's what I'm saying. She's like, I don't want to be alone forever. Yes. I was like, the goal is just to get, you know, a bunch of property and put a little mini house for her beside beside me or something. And, and then another one for my sister and keep everyone close. But Love um that. Yeah, she's the lightest she's ever been. But I can remember that, that Christmas day. We came back and we were both sick. And so I'm like, what the hell happened? You know what I mean? <laughs> They're like, oh, well. You know, we ate what, you know, they wanted to eat. So, <laughs> you know, you go from Capitol Grill every night to, you know, Grease. Beating in, being in the Fake Burger King. Meat? Yeah, exactly. I don't Earth know. Earthobate or something. Yeah, I'm not trying to find out. Let's have the Whopper for Christmas. So, <laughs> yes. that was funny. But but I, I 100% agree. So, our environment was, I'd say, similar where it's like, there was a, a, when I was really young, I remember like a casual dude that would come over and watch hockey. And then I look back and I'm like, because I was like 12, I was like, this wasn't coming to watch hockey. Well, obviously not. You yeah, I thought he was just on. like, he just wanted to be my friend or something. And this dude was young. Remember Keith? He was young. Actually, there was a dude before Keith, too. Remember? Do you remember the one dude before Keith that tried to kill himself? I love and the, the sibling talk. This is how me and my sister talk, too. Do you remember that one dude that tried to... I try to, like, just, like... Forget it all. Do you remember that one dude that, like, tried to kill himself and Jabba? What? These stories are crazy. Do you remember that? Like, briefly. He tried, but didn't... He like came home mad one day and was like, "I'm gonna kill everybody." <laughs> we just got out. <laughs> we just got out of a traumatic experience with my dad going to jail. My oh. mom just got out, finds a new nice, nice little Caucasian boyfriend, and <laughs> one day something happened. <laughs> he's yeah, got the dog. He's ones. got the dog. He's holding the dog <gasps> with a knife. Oh, <laughs> he's hell like, no. "I'm gonna kill me and the dog." And I'm, uh, Ali, do you remember this? Thankfully not. I believe. 
Okay, see, because sometimes she won't say, she thinks says I make all our stories up. <laughs> what? You were, she had to have been You're four five, years four. younger than him. Yeah. And how old are you again? 24, so she's 20. Okay, got it. Yeah. Yeah, so that one was crazy. I don't know where she would have been. That is a wild story. I'm no, I don't have one. Luckily, like the next one was nice. We would listen. To, <laughs> we would listen to Eminem, and he would come over and walk Eminem. hockey. I thought. I thought he was my friend. That guy was probably mid twenties, my age, and my mom had to have been at that time thirty eight. Listen, you think it's a joke? My mom had my half brother, who is my full brother. Yeah. Because I love him. Um, with he was twenty four coming over. My mom was thirty five. Yeah. Cougar. Yes. Like, great. Uh, first of all. No hate to 24 year olds, but I like I don't think we're there mentally. Like if I'm 35 and he's 24, what would we talk about? <laughs> when you're not talking, really. So yeah, yeah, matter. exactly. I'm sitting there like, I'm looking back now like these motherfuckers fooled me. I mean, I'm sitting here thinking <laughs> well, it's all know. about Sidney Crosby. But then like if you realize it was in a romantic capacity that yeah. they were you know affiliated. I, that would make me mad. So yeah. I'd be like, you're not my dad. I throw <laughs> yes. out that line like I'm 12, yes. you're 24. Get the hell out of here, yes. man. Yes. But now we're cool. Everyone's cool now. I was very angry growing up. Oh, a thousand percent. I was so angry. But but that fueled me. Yes. That fueled me to get that because they would obviously, I'd get punished and they would take away my freedom. Yeah. But if I could buy my freedom, then yeah. no one could tell me what to do. So if I had my car, I could drive as late as I wanted, even though there was a curfew. Or I yeah. could go wherever. No one could tell me anything. That's really what fueled me yeah. to be a business person. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. So as you graduate high school... Graduate college, was there any like major events that happened in high school or college that like really changed the trajectory of your life? High school, uh, I couldn't wait to leave. Like I was very, I, I didn't ha enjoy high school. Yeah. I was one of those very quiet people. Like you wouldn't even, I was like a mouse. I did not speak. Yeah. Um, college, I was too worried about my boyfriend at the time, but I did make a lot of good connections um, during college. I, college kind of like academic wise really opened my mind up to different subjects. Yeah. But nothing prominent that I can think of right now. It wasn't until after college I graduated and I was like tossed into society. And it was like, are you going to go and make $26,000 a year at this bio job in Pittsburgh? Or are you going to figure out something to do? Yeah. And I was like, I'm not taking a lab job. Yeah. And I that whole degree was for fun. So <laughs> honestly. after all that, what did what did what did those next couple of years? Look OK, like? so um, I met my first mentor. His name was Jeff. He passed away a couple years ago, but he really introduced me. I became his assistant. He introduced me to real estate. Okay. And um, we were business partners. He was like my best friend. He was the son of the owner of a local real estate company in Newcastle. Okay. And he really was the one who showed me this is how you make money. This is how you deal with people because there's a science to it with like, yeah. you know, a social aspect. Mm -hmm. You know, how do you convey uh, um, information so someone will trust you to buy something through you yeah a house purchase is the most expensive thing most people buy in their entire lives yeah and i'm 22 years old at the time much like what you guys do yeah. as a young culture why would they trust you you don't even own a house mm -hmm. you don't even have a utility bill in your name and you're sitting there selling homes yeah so that was that was my struggle at that point but jeff was my mentor taught me showed me how much i could make show me what i could do and it was i became obsessed yeah really yeah. What were those first few years like then? Very hard because Very hard. I was completely shy yeah. from high school. I, I, I hated being on the phone. But yeah. You have to talk to people on the phone. Nobody knows who you are. Mm -hmm. At 22, at least in my town, it wasn't cool to be an, a real estate agent. I was embarrassed yeah. because everyone was like, you just went to college. Now you have a real estate license. Mm -hmm. Now everyone and their mom is a real estate agent. But back then, you know, that was when HGTV was peaking with 
you know, doing flips and yeah. it became uh, a cultural thing, mm -hmm. but it didn't translate to Newcastle, Pennsylvania, where the average home sale at the time was $80,000. Yeah. It wasn't a sustainable life. Yeah. And we were just coming off the 2008 crash. This is 2012. Mm -hmm. So it takes a few years for things to foreclose. People lost their shirts in 2008 and then everything started foreclosing in 2010. Now the market's recovering. It's 2012. Everything's owned by a bank, meaning like yeah. homes wise, everything's trashed. It's like short selling. It, it was, it wasn't the, it actually was the perfect time for me to get in because it teed me up to participate and be educated and have the access for 2020, 21, yeah. 22. It really teed me up for that. Mm -hmm. um, but that's, that's honestly how it, it went for me. That was my, my path. Yeah. So. And so those first, first few years sucked. What would your schedule look like those first few years? Um, first few years. Oh, I would go to the office all day. And it's really, real estate's tough because you're kind of like thrown out into the ocean, right? So yeah. if I told you right now, go try to find a client to sell something without your connections yeah. here. You can't use any connections you've used here. Go out there and try to sell something. What are you going to do? You're going to go meet people. Mm -hmm. You have to network. Yeah. I started creating relationships. And it was, I used to call people on the phone and just try to desensitize myself from rejection. Mm -hmm. Like I knew the phone call would hurt my ego, but I have to not care about it. Yeah. So it, it taught me how to speak. So I would I would just do drills, really. And then I got my first client, and I hope he doesn't watch this, but he had he had this trailer for sale down in, I forget, I think it was West Pittsburgh, and it stunk so bad. Mm. And I couldn't, how, this is my first client, so you can imagine mm. I'm excited. You yeah. know, I get to list somebody's property and sell it, but it was dirty, and I was like, I didn't know how to, tell him this is not how you prepare a property to sell yeah. i didn't have any experience i wasn't mm -hmm. going to tell him that and it just went down in flames but it was an education honestly he was my he was an education at my expense unfortunately yes. he did end up selling it but it, not through me yeah <laughs> there's someone else reminds me a lot of uh when i was selling insurance real hardcore all this all the trailers that had that ammonia that, that <laughs> cat the dog i don't yeah, know piss. something crazy in there and that's no hate like obviously he gave me a chance yeah and i will appreciate him forever for that yeah but i remember the anxiety that it yeah. gave me i remember just feeling like like lost like i sometimes you you talk to people now i talk to people like in their 20s mm -hmm. and they're not all like you guys yeah, yeah. they're and i'm not saying i'm so far removed from 20s i'm talking like teenagers like 19 20 yeah, and they yeah. don't know how to deal with no some issues. Yeah. With real estate, there's a lot of issues because it's it's personal. Yes. These are someone's per, someone's personal house. They sleep here, but they're attached yeah. to it. And to deal with issues, it's it's not you have to learn. Yeah. It's hard. Thousand percent. Stressful. So when did you get your first big breakthrough and you knew you were going places? You knew you were making it. You were self sufficient. Start to live lavishly. Oh, I mean, I don't want to talk too much. I don't ever. You don't got to. You don't got to say numbers or anything. Yeah, I don't want to. It's ever. I don't want to ever come across like I'm not grateful. I know yeah. how blessed I am and how wonderful my life has been. But I think it was like the first like five digit check. Yeah. I was like, holy, I've never seen yeah. money like this before, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. And that was probably probably uh, three years in. Yeah. Three years in. So why didn't you quit? You know what I mean? It took what? you three years. Yeah. Because so then you, there, you realize there's levels to this. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm really not that high up. I'm like, oh, I got so much farther than you know I ever thought I could be. Mm -hmm. Like not being able to afford appetizers at Edwards. Like I remember mm -hmm. I could not afford an appetizer at Edwards. Yeah. At 18. 
and then being able to fly wherever I wanted or do whatever. I think it like buying my first rental property because I I still lived at home. I didn't buy my first house and move out until I was twenty six. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I it took me until I was twenty four to start making six figures, and yeah. that was huge because no one in my family made that much money. Yeah, no one in Newcastle makes that much money. And to be able to bless them, yeah, was probably the most fulfilling thing. I'm sure you can relate. Yeah. Like to be able yeah, yeah. to buy your mom something or buy groceries or pay a bill or do something. It's like yeah. the most fulfilling and cool thing mm-hmm. any like you someone could ever do. Yeah, yeah. And if you're ever blessed enough to be able to bless someone else, it's so dope. Yeah. It's so cool. Um, so it's probably 24, 25, and I bought my first rental. I still have it. I'm selling it now. But um, I bought my first rental, and I was like, okay, this makes sense. I'm still living at home, so I'm saving money. Mm-hmm. I'm making money, but then that was a weird dynamic too, because yeah. I don't even have my own house, and now I'm a landlord to someone else. Yeah. It's so weird to me. It was weird, um, but it was probably 25. That's when I I knew I was gonna make it. I was like, I found my niche. I yeah. didn't make a mistake not going to grad school because that was the biggest thing over mm. my head. My first year, I made nine thousand dollars. Yeah, and that wow. was working all day all every day. day. Yeah, like that's it, awesome. It was. It was. I was lucky because I had a safety net. I lived with my grandparents at the time. Yeah. But, and that was the only way I could have afforded to do it. Yeah. Because I can't live off nine grand. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I was bartending too, but in -hmm. real estate, it was $9,000. And that was doing rentals. Yeah. I was doing property management. I was managing properties that would get shot up. Yeah. It was not worth what I was getting paid. Mm -hmm. I eventually left that that gig yeah but yeah i was showing rentals for like 300 bucks a month in newcastle the south side like that was me like i wasn't i was determined to be successful in this business yeah Mm -hmm. that's awesome so what about now that you know we're kind of caught up to the present kind of went through everything but what about what's kind of been some of your favorite projects over your whole if you were to review your entire tenure career what's kind of been some of the favorite things you've done two three things over the last 10 years isn't it funny how the good ones don't stick out as much as the bad yeah um which i should change that mindset the, what has stuck out oh i should have come prepared what has been good i mean my first sale in florida was a huge triumph for me yeah i was so ex- like i'm so excited when was that um that was two or three years ago let's go yeah fort myers i sold a house yeah I love, every time I sell a house in Florida, I'm excited. It's just the volume's higher, yeah. so you get paid more. Yeah. It's like a bigger payday. Yeah. And I fly down. It's like a vacation. I, I get clients down there. They trust me. I understand the market, so I can I can articulately and, edu- and, and help them in an educational way on how to buy. I'm not saying yeah. it's just, like, easy. Um, but every time I, I just fly down, I sell the house, I fly back. It's a really cool gig. Yeah. And... Uh, I don't know, just being getting my broker's license, which is an elevated license from an agent's license. Yeah. That was a feat. That was in 2017. So do you have your own brokerage then? I'm in the works of acquiring one. Yeah. Uh, so is it easier to acquire than to initially develop your own? Like acquire, like by buying, like are you saying like book, buying a book of business? One. Yeah. Per- I'd be, I would be acquiring an existing one. Yes. That one, I would prefer to do that than starting one from the ground up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, That's what we did here. Yeah, is that what you did? Yeah, you so absorbed the guy, something. Yeah, we absorbed. So the gentleman, shout out Bob Olson, he had retired 20 years in the business. Um, I won't say the specific number, but he makes over six figures a month just in passive income. Amazing. From the 20 years he did in the insurance industry with That's AIL. That's the dream. Exactly. And so when he retired, the book of business, essentially the territory and everything, transitioned over to Simon and I. So we got the opportunity, and then we just capitalized on it. And, and uh, again, Simon is, so his individual agency, he built that mm-hmm. as a, 
ground up. You know what I yeah. mean? So he's got the largest ground up startup, individually owned agency out of American Income Life history. So, you know, I always give him, you know, shout out and kudos for that because this shit damn near killed me just trying to trying to do this partnership. I can't out here. even imagine. Yeah. yeah, one day I'd like to meet him because yeah. he's been very inspiring just from like a you know a internet persona. I was yeah. just seeing what he's been able to build. He'd get you on his podcast too. Oh, I'd love to yeah. do that. He'd get you on his podcast. He and just he inspires so many young people. Yeah, which is which is very important, especially yeah. in our society because I feel like we're headed for doom. Yes. <laughs> so we need yeah. positive influence. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's so I, I've. I've had some wild stories. I've had some bad ones. What are some of the wild ones? I had to sue my last broker. I won though. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. He wasn't paying me. Yeah. Asshole. Well, that's a that's a <laughs> wild thing, especially as you elevate. I, I always tell guys, you know, because people will kind of speculate and be like, well, you know, I want that position. Well, you have to realize as as you add a zero to your paycheck, as you add to really more so, I'd say if you finance your business, everything like that, you'll start to realize there's duality in life where there's positivity, there's also an equal amount of negativity where people you are like- You need it though. You need it, you know what I mean? Because there's there's way more lesson, there's way more appreciation. You said the bad ones stick out more than the good ones, but it's a good thing because the bad ones, they can, they do, not they can. I guess they can, it's optional for you to kind of sit, absorb, and see what you could have done better mm -hmm. and then what you shouldn't have done so you can reflect and then take that wisdom, apply it to the future so you don't make the same mistake over and over again. Agreed. But uh, you know, I completely agree with you because I, I think also people will overanalyze the surface level of the success that they admire mm -hmm. and they want to acquire or they want to develop from somebody else, somebody watching this, some young person watching this, wanting to get into real estate or in real estate. It's like, man, I'd love to just, you know, tr trade. Must be nice. You know, you hear that a lot. Must be that nice. That pisses me off yeah, more than must anything. Be nice. Must be nice. Yeah, I used to walk in houses with roaches. Yeah. Or come home with fleas on my legs. Yeah. Like, don't tell me must be nice. The I deserve houses, all, everything the fleas, I have. Three years, the first year of $9,000, yeah, where a lot of people, don't. it's like, if they don't, they, they want to make $9,000 their first week, their first month, and then if they don't, they get so involved in, in their, that mental space of just ego, egomania. Ego's gross. It's disgusting. It's and, gross. And, and then they end up, that's why I asked you, because it was, it was, it was a setup question for the listener to question yourself when you're sitting here thinking whatever you're doing right now, maybe you're in some type of, you know, sport or something and you're thinking to yourself, man, I'm just not getting the results that I want. Well, it's like, you've got to be willing to put yourself in a position mentally, physically, spiritually of like visualizing where you could be and realizing what you're going through right now is the cost of where you want to be, you mm. know what I mean? So it's like, you know, like a, a lot of people, and and what I do officially pull the trigger on 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 the Lambo, is you know, I I want to post you know the the price, but I really will have something real subtle in the, in the in the description in the caption, and it'll be like you see the price that that the you know market put on the Lambo, but you don't see the price that the game put on the Lambo. You don't. And the and the price was early mornings and late nights and living at the office and all the people that quit on me, all the chargebacks and all the things that I experienced in the business that, that would take a lot of a lot of individuals out when they're like, oh man, it must be nice. And it's like, it's all good, you know? Well, it's a, a bunch of FaceTimes. Oops. It's a good uh, equalizer because I've had, I've mentored at first about a four years ago, I used to take on people who were brand new, yeah. like brand new people wanted to be agents. And I was like, well, someone mentored me. I want to pay it forward yeah. and do that. Waste of my time. Yeah, there's a lot. Waste of my time. And I heard the real estate uh, market's extremely over flooded with, yes. with like, just like you had said, everybody and their mothers in real estate, where it's like everybody's got a real estate license, which what's the price and the average cost of acquiring a real estate license right now? It's cheap. I mean, it's it probably to get the education's probably like 500 bucks. Yeah. Then you take a test, it probably costs 100 bucks. You're an agent. 
Yeah. The barrier of entry is extremely low. How how long does it take the average person to pass all the education requirements tests? Uh, you could probably do it within a month. Within a month. Yeah. So that puts it in perspective. Life insurance, I'd say it's probably five hundred, six hundred dollars in Illinois, but you can get it done in a day. You know what I mean? You could be I bought the education, actually, fun fact, a couple for, years ago. Yeah, for life insurance? I was curious. I was like, could I do both? Well, a big, a big thing is mortgage protection. You know what I mean? So I always tell people that are like, if I do find someone uh, in real estate, I'm like, dude, you're already selling homes. Why don't you hit a double whammy them and just sell them? Why don't we protect we'll talk your about mortgage? This off camera. I love multiple streams. I'm a lender too. I'm a mortgage lender too. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, I, there was a, I, there was a, I, Simon took me to a networking event with John Maxwell. There was this massive mortgage lender guy, like hundred millionaire in his thirties. You know what I mean? Like, wow. Fuck. And I'm like thinking to myself, like mortgage lending, you know what I mean? Who, that doesn't look appealing. Sound, I guess life insurance doesn't too, from the outside looking in and then you get in <laughs> and it's like, man, this money's great. But, uh, yeah, that's dope. Anything else you do? Um, so I flip homes. I was going to say, I saw recently you were doing, you said HGTV, and then I saw you were putting together some type of like series of like yeah. documenting and flipping we something. We filmed a pilot for um, NBC, some little three-letter thing. I yeah. don't know. We filmed a pilot. They were going to pitch it. Um, they're still in the works. They tell me. I don't know. It was yeah. called Road to Close. We had a premiere. Yeah. Um, they We had an hour-long show. They put it on CBS and NBC. My segment tested best. He told me. I'm just... Telling yeah. what he told me. And then so it became like uh my segment was called the real real segment where yeah. I brought them through this shitty house, yeah. this crappy house. And uh I just kind of like ripped it apart because that's what I do normally, like yeah. when I buy property and rehab it. You yeah. know, you see the the non-beautiful part. Yeah. And it was just this house looked like I don't know if it was mold or if it was burnt, it was just disgusting. And just my commentary is what made the segment. Yeah. So they're working on selling that, but I don't know what's going on. I think writers on strike or something. I don't know. Yeah. Production's slow. That's a thing. Yeah. So we were doing that. I flip houses. Um, I own rental properties. I'm currently my my next thing is going to be buying a multi unit in Pittsburgh and then buying my Florida home in in Florida. So I don't know which. And you're gonna stay in Florida. I'm going to maybe claim residency because it's tax benefits. Yeah. But what about, um, what about everybody going to Costa Rica? Oh, because there's no income tax? Yeah. Same thing. Same thing as Florida. Is like, it a major difference? I like America. I haven't yeah. researched Costa Rica. It's cheaper. Yeah. It's, there's a, it's a jurisdiction, I think, of America. I, but I Is don't, it an American territory? I want to say it's an American territory. Cause News so, to me, I don't know. Someone made me feel like it because I was like, Costa Rica, I'm staying in America. And they're like, it's American territory. I was like, I didn't fucking know. So, I don't know. I, <laughs> yeah, I, had Puerto, no idea. I knew Puerto Rico was an American territory. I didn't know. News to me. So you learn yeah. something new every day. Yeah, I had no idea. Um, but no, I would want to be, I want to be in Florida. Like yeah. that's my, and then ultimately I want to retire in Orange County, California. Yeah. Cali. I, I don't like Ooh. the politics in California. No. Have you been to the Pacific Ooh. Coast Highway? Yeah. Have you been to Corona Del Mar? Yeah, horrible. What? No, I'm playing. I've never been. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I've, never, I've never been to California. Oh my God, is it gorgeous? All I think about is California. I think of Sons of Anarchy. I would only <laughs> go there if I if I like could ride a bike and had that hair. You know what I mean? Well, like slick the... back hair. I mean, I'm sure you could make that happen <sighs> if you wanted it to. No, I think um, my shit grows out like a fro. Okay. So it wouldn't work. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's ultimately I want to be able to afford like something maybe oceanfront. You, you gotta have big dreams, people. Yeah, you gotta so. be a billionaire out there. I mean, huge dreams. The house I want right now probably costs seven million. Oh, that ain't horrible. Nah. And it's a big house. Nice. Out in Orange County. Yeah. Seven million. Don't sit there and be like, "Oh, it's cheap." Oh, it's uh, a lot of money, dude. <laughs> I feel like I don't know. I feel like 
Because taxes suck, though. It's yeah. a thirteen percent income tax. Yeah, and then you, like you can't have guns, but the ops can. Like that doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? So it's like oh, can California. you not have guns in California? I'm a thousand percent sure you can. I don't think you can have a knife. I think they they eat with just forks and spoons. <laughs> Use their hands, their mouths. Yeah, like I don't think they uh, like, they use sporks. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> can't even have crazy fork. You know oh, what I mean? We and have it's to come like, up with a different weapon then. And then and then also in California, I'm pretty sure anything <clears throat> under like a thousand dollars worth of like criminal activity, they don't like regulate. It's, didn't they, they defunded the police out there, didn't Defund they? Defund the police. I think squatting's allowed, so it's like someone could just move in with you. They have some weird rules. That's L.A. County. You're getting, don't get it confused. I don't know, orange. dog. You can just come home to your crib. Listen. Hey, what up, man? <laughs> uh, who the fuck are you? I'm your new roommate. Oh, God forbid. Uh, no, you're not. Yes, the fuck I am. Oh, my God. <laughs> that wouldn't happen to me. Um, But no, I mean, the place, I guess, I don't know. I guess, I'll tell you another story that inspired me, right? Okay. That really just... I was feeling kind of stagnant. 2020 was happening where the world shut down. It really affected me. I live by myself. Yeah. And I use the gym as my outlet yeah. for my mental. You know, it's very important to my mental. And obviously seeing people is very important to my mental. Yeah. So the fact that I was isolated during the pandemic, I, I felt like the wind stopped, too. It was like, I remember that the exact moment they were like, everything. This is like the conversation done. we had the other day. It was like, oh, what do I do now? I thought I was going to have to change careers. Yeah. So I went to Florida. My flight was $17. I was yeah. wearing like, wow. you know, just all this stuff. And my best friend, she has, her parents just built a house mm. in, on, in Jupiter, Florida. Wow. In Palm Beach County. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were just, I, that's why I got my Florida license. Because yeah. I was like, oh, well, DeSantis is letting us work. Yeah. I hated Governor Wolf at the time. I yeah. was like, this man, we're not essential warehousing. So um, that, and during that time, too, I had uh, one of my friends, he's from Pittsburgh, he's very successful. Yeah. And he was like, why don't you come out to Cali and visit? So mm-hmm. I came out, I went there, it was like January 2021. And I didn't never saw how he lived. Yeah. Now, he's ultra successful. I'm talking yeah. about gated communities, exotic cars, yeah. connections, and the most humble human being. Yeah. But entrepreneur, yeah. mindset, you know, very in tune with himself. I mean, he has his company's worth hundreds of millions of dollars, and he's in all different aspects yeah. of of this company. And uh, I was like, "This is where I want to be." You yeah. know, I, I was yeah. at that point. I just turned thirty, and I thought I did well for the era. And I was like, "Whoa, here we go, levels yeah. to this." Yeah. And then I was like, "No, I need to figure it out." So that's when I started flipping more. Yeah. And create. I was like, "How do I? How do I go off in tangents and make multiple streams?" Mm-hmm. Because I want that what he has, mm-hmm. I I would be so like a goal is just to be able to have the gate. Yeah, I want the gate. <laughs> I don't know, just to, like yeah. shut people out. You can't come in here. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I want the gate. Yeah, but it was just gorgeous. I remember like just I don't know. You have to see Orange County to know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, that sounds fire. Jets. So, I mean, I was never on a jet before. Yeah. I mean, I, I, oh yeah. Got yeah. to be on a jet. I'm like, this is no TSA. Yeah. That yeah. uh, imagine that being like the yeah, yeah. The, the highlight of a jet, yes. <laughs> like just no TSA. Yeah, and you can just you roll up. They valet your car. Go honestly, that's that's what inspired me to want to get my pilot's license. Oh wow, do you have that? No, but I'm I'm that's a, my next goal is to get my pilot's license. Oh shit! Because you could just charter a plane. Oh, and I'll fly it. I don't know. <laughs> I would fall asleep. You don't like so? Are you fl- afraid of flying? No, I love flying, but like if I like sit too long i'll fall asleep 
I don't have that problem at all. I, yeah, I don't no. sleep. No, see, I got, like, I'll act, like, I have to be, and That's like, not a flex. I no. hate not sleeping. Yeah, no, I, I have to, like, be moving or I'm going to fall asleep. You know what I mean? Like, I was getting my hair cut this morning right up there. I had the barber come in, and he's like, yo, you got to wake up. I'm trying to cut your hair. I was like, oh, my bad, bro. You were taking too long. <laughs> Where did your mind go? Ah, to a darkness, and then I just, everything So it black. shuts off. It doesn't yeah. go anywhere. You, yeah, you can no. just relax. I don't dream. You can, yep. You don't dream? I nightmare, but I don't dream. I don't, like, have, like... You, do you have regular nightmares? No, not really. You know what I mean? Usually it's me, like, just saving the world all the time. You know what I mean? And it's like... So you feel like you're, like, you have to be the hero? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I stopped dreaming after six. That's my brain Oh, off. my God. What, what dude? You, what? <laughs> I'm not He's, embellishing. I, listen, I saw him go there. Not, he does that. I'm not He's embellishing. Like, I, I, went to, I went to a dark place. Like, I'm just sort of the hero. You I'm probably like, don't dream dude, either. wake up. He's dreaming You right probably now. don't dream either. Do you dream? <laughs> what? What was your dream last night? I don't remember. Exactly. Because you had a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. I have dreams, but they're very weird. Yeah. See, mine are crazy. Usually, like, once a month, I'll get a real crazy one, like a bear. It's just, that's like my go to. Oh, so like, you're like, you have to get out of a stressful situation. Yeah. You don't fly around. No, or... no, no flying. Usually, like, bears are like demons I'm fighting. Literal. You're, it's kind of weird. You know what I mean? Like, I definitely, I struggle with sleep paralysis. You ever had sleep paralysis? Like lucid dreaming? Where you're like, no, I don't know about lucid dreaming. More like you're stuck and like there's a thing crawling over to you. It's like trying to kill you. I've had that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, but I fight them and I win. That's yeah, my dream. No, yeah, like, I, I usually, overpower like, that, that force. Well, at first I'm like really scared and then like over time I'm like talking to myself because sometimes it'll take forever to like come about. <laughs> what? To wake I'm yourself like, up? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, fuck, dude, wake up, wake up. Wake. Well, you're like stuck. Mine used to happen so many times. Like, you have to yes. have, like, a word or something, like, Anna, you're asleep. And it's, like, then your brain is, like, oh, wait, it's it's not real. Like, yeah. your brain, like, clicks. Dude, the worst was it happened in class once. Uh, <laughs> I was in high school. and I like, In front of people. In front of people. And I'm, like, stuck to the desk. And I could feel myself, like, fucking, like, having, like, like, <laughs> like an exorcism. Wait, can you do that one more time? <laughs> I was, like, having, like, <laughs> I'm, like, stuck on the desk. And I don't know, because usually, like, I'm yelling in, mm -hmm. like, that so I don't know like if anybody heard me because it was probably like, you know what <laughs> I mean? So it's like, um, that was a really bad one. That one was like vividly I can remember. Well, were you like, embarrassed? I'd be so embarrassed if someone saw me sleeping. Uh no, I was a really crazy. I got expelled. So oh, the sophomore year I was was done. So were you fighting or just yelling at the teachers? A uh, combination of all, more of like just being a, like just a jackass. But there was one ma one major fight I had, saved her and. I wasn't no, I'm just like, <laughs> no. I don't even know what's Am I dreaming? I don't even no. know what's real right now. No, no, that one is real. That it was she wasn't involved, but uh there was a major fight and just I was just talking back and you know, in school a lot, ISS, so, you know, all that. I I like lived in ISS. I would say from like fifth grade to tenth grade, I was I'd say at least a fourth of my time was in ISS. Just being angry, and you're like, angry, why am I fighting, here? This is a waste talk, of my time. Yeah, exactly. I've got other shit to deal with. Yeah, I wasn't very passionate about anything. Again, there was nothing like very tangible. I think it was a good thing that people should take away. When she felt down, if you didn't get notes, like I got mental notes of like when she felt down, she networked, found a friend at a higher level, went out, and you physically touch, see, smell a higher level of life. That's a huge way to just kind of regenerate that that fire and that flame inside of you regardless of what you're in regardless just remind oh. yourself you got to feel yeah. it you know i know we all walk by faith 
but we're not Jesus. You know what I mean? We got to feel it. You know what I mean? Like I'm not the savior. Yeah. No, um, we got to like touch it a little bit. Like, no, it, I can have you're this. You're so true. I had to see it like to be, to feel a jet, to yes. like be in these circles of, with other like yes. people performing at the top yeah. highest level yeah. and then them having mentors yeah. and seeing that this is real, this can actually happen. Yeah. That's what yep. you have to have relentless self-belief. Mm-hmm to be successful in my, at least come from like where we came from. Yeah, facts. There's no, it's just, I feel like I'm the only one in my family like that. Yeah. But that's fine. That's okay. I just had those desires. So if you don't have those desires, that doesn't make you any less of a person. Mm -mm. Not everyone can be, you know, in the same role. Yeah. Um, My, like for instance, my sister has two children now. Yeah. Um, I don't have children. I don't really have a desire at this point to Mm. have children. Yeah. And that's okay. We're both happy in our own right. Yeah. Um, but I have a, a very large desire for progression, yeah. for succession, for just, I, I want to be able to provide for my niece and nephew. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if they need something, because I feel I have this really weird concern that in 30 years when, when my nephew is my age, that he won't be able to buy a house because all of the hedge funds that I work for, because I work for two, are buying up single family residences. Yeah. And to be able to, and you know what hedge funds do? They never sell them because they funnel the money, they rent. Yeah. So I have this like fear that they need to be able to buy property when and be homeowners when they're my age. So I want to keep rentals for them, for my niece and nephew. And just like, that's my legacy is like my niece and nephew at this. I'm obsessed with them. Love that. But yeah, I just, you, if, if you're young now buy a home, I don't care how much it is, buy it, you know, rent it out. You, I just, I can't preach it enough. Because yeah. in in 21, when we were having like that craze, that's when all the hedge funds were coming. They have cash. They, mm-hmm. don't, they don't need to mortgage. So when a seller is looking at two offers, they were tons of multiple offers, hedge funds can afford to overpower a mortgage buyer. Yeah. And it really came down to the seller deciding whether they want to give a family a house or give a hedge fund another asset, yeah. essentially. And to, now they dictate the rental market mm. and they can raise it up. It's like very. You should be very aware of this. Yeah. What's going on in in that type of aspect? And I'm not. I love my hedge. Fund. I work for them. I don't. Yeah. Want, you know, they're my client. I service them well. But the the coin is double sided. For my fellow man, mm-hmm. you want to be purchasing property. I don't care where it is. Yeah. You need to be buying some real estate. Mm. Fire. So what does future vision look like for you kind of? I mean, you, you really kind of touched on it. You know what I mean? You want to live in Orange County, maybe get a property in Florida. But is there any anything else you like spending money on outside of niece, nephew, working towards Florida? You like, you know, I, I know hey, like traveling. I traveling. love experiences. I love. What's the favorite place you've gone to and where do you want to go next? Uh, that's a good question. I, I really want to go to Iceland. Yeah. I, there's a bunch of places I want to go. I want to go to Iceland. I want to go. I want to see Africa. I want to. Mm. And I, that's, that's a broad statement. Egypt. Yeah. Um, I want to do the safari. Yeah, I, I feel see, like that's usually what people yeah. mean when they say Africa. Yeah, so the safari, um, Dubai for some reason. I really want to see yeah. Dubai. Yeah. Um, Italy. I mean, I love experiences, but I like to travel with convenience. Yeah. Like I, I want the nice seats. I want yeah, a driver. Yeah. I want the you know service. Yeah. I just went to Hawaii. Have you ever, have you ever been there? We're going in May next year. Oh yeah. my God! What yeah. part of Hawaii? Ooh. I went to Maui. I don't know. There's a few islands. You on a big know. island? It's one. Yeah. It's for the company convention, so forever they're taking us to that. Yeah, no. She should that was the coolest. 
First of all, the cleanest place I've ever been was Hawaii, yeah. Maui. And it was so spiritual just being there. Yeah. Beautiful. They are so strict about um, their environment. Yeah. And how clean it is. So uh, I can't wait for you guys to go there. Yeah. 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 I don't like traveling, but I'm excited for Hawaii kind of. Well, get the Dreamline seats. You can lay down. Well, yeah, no. Definitely getting the nicest <laughs> seats, but yeah. I'm still upset. Like, if it's going to probably be a six-hour flight, I imagine, from here Six at least. hour. Oh, I forgot where we were. <laughs> yeah. Chicago, right? It took me 13 hours to get there. Shut up. So, <laughs> no, shut up. <laughs> you, you're sleeping anyway. You have a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, like, 10 hours is a lot. Like, I, even, even though sleeping a lot, like, I still won't get more than, like, seven hours. Just tr go at night or something. Or just fly to Cali first. That's what... That's Make a trip her, out of it. That's what her man friend told us to do. Her man friend? Yeah. Do you like her man friend? Yeah, he's good. He's a nice guy. Um, <laughs> you know, he tries his best. He tries his best. What? Yeah, he's a nice guy. He tries his best. <laughs> Listen to him. That's a big brother statement. Yeah, he's trying. So, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> that's funny. He's going to see this. Yeah. Clip nah, it. He's probably not. He's... He's soft, kind of. He's not. Oh this he's is long. What? I said he's soft, kind of. This is. Too is he long here for, working now? Uh, he's probably taking a nap right now. Oh, he's trying his best then. Get time to get out there. There's like 15 people out there. Yeah, he's been working here a little over a year, and he said the first year was so hard on him. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> so. Yeah, traveling. Just I want a lot of property. Yeah. As I've just preached. So I can leave a legacy to my niece and nephew. Are you a sit down and relax kind of person? Do you like movies or anything? I do love movies. What's your favorite? Top three. Oh, they're probably so corny. Oh, God. I mean, I just watched Titanic because of the whole thing. Yeah. But um, what are, I love the Marvels. Paint me. Paint me like one of your John French. Wick. <laughs> yes, that is one line in <laughs> the Titanic movie. the only movie. thing I think about. It's weird. <laughs> I think about yeah, that's I think the only was, thing I think, I think about it was Celine Dion's was, song. When I was a kid, I was like, "Well, I'm watching this for this." <laughs> that makes sense. I'm being honest as a man. That's what. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, All right, without me ruining this podcast, what are your other? <laughs> John Wick. Do you see John Wick? Love John Wick. John Wick Four. Love the John Wick. I want to be like I don't know a sniper or an assassin yeah. because of John Wick. I gotta be careful. Look at my outfit. You, yeah. I will be John Wick. Yes. If I could. I love the John Wicks. I uh. like I like the equalizers too. It's like the black version. Oh so good. Yeah. Uh wait, what? <laughs> it's clear it's the black version. It's, it's the same deal, but it it's says just a Washington. version of okay. Um Taken was good. Marvel. Do you, do you watch Marvel? I love yes. All Marvel. All Marvel. I'm worried Endgame. in regard to like Endgame's fire. I'm worried in regard to like just just Hollywood in general, you know, what's going to happen with with just movies and shows and things like that, just with how politically I'm watered so down it. and inclusive everything is. And I don't have kids, so I'm not too inspired to watch this movie, but there's a lot of people that I agree with their views that are talking about Sound of Freedom, oh. which is, do you know anything about it? So I cried for an hour yesterday talking about the what the the problem of human trafficking is yeah. that we're talking about? That's basically, but I think it's more highlighted it's on the, the child trafficking yes. aspect of it. Child trafficking because uh, children are just so precious. I'll start balling again, <clears throat> but um, I wish that there's something that I could do. Yeah. To you have that hero spirit. Yeah. How can we help them? I don't know where the problem is. I don't know where it is. I don't know how I, to help them. I think it's I think it's more so than like, like the like, your typical like impoverished and just uneducated crook i think it really is like this movie highlights i think it really is these extremely rich like 
oligarchs disgusting in, in, in Hollywood or in the world thing. Yeah, yes like, and it's just it, it, it's a level of perversion that can't be it's evil it's evil you know what I mean so it's like you'll hear yeah. uh, you'll hear like Alex Jones talk, talk about like this like bohemian thing in like, California where like the really rich political figures and people go and he like went there and like has documented proof of like and that's that's what they do they'll get like kids out there and, and it's like it's extremely disgusting. disgusting. And I think one thing for me, it's like, you know, that's, that's, that's like, I think, I still look at her as like 10. You know what I mean? Sure. So it's like, yeah. you know what I mean? She'll I mean, be like, I'm walking over there. I'm like, no, you're not walking nowhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel you though. When my, when I go out to like shopping with my sister, she was pregnant. She's about to have yeah. my niece next week, like I said. Um, and she has my nephew and we're at Target. Yeah. I try to be the secret service. Literally. I am aware of who's around. Yeah, you have to be. I'm not shopping. I am supervising yeah. every weirdo who looks our way. Like I'm, I'm standing yeah. behind her. I'm watching. She puts the baby in the car. I'm in front of them. Yeah. And I'm just like a, a small chick. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you have to be aware. Like I don't trust anyone. I'm ultra paranoid when it comes to like. Have you ever had anything weird put on your car? I know the Jeeps do the ducks, but like I know like. You know, so like I my feel friend like, has an Irvine. What in is Cali, it? Cali in Irvine, California. Yeah, she was getting bagels one morning and she noticed some men. I mean, as women, we know we get stared at. Whatever. Yeah. So men are pigs sometimes, and oh, she a lot of the time. Uh, a lot, all the time. <laughs> all the time. And um, she was, you know, a little bit aware that these, yeah. these guys were staring at her in, in a car, and it was just like, you know, rude. Like mm -hmm. to stare, you're gonna notice somebody staring at you. So if I was a, a, a criminal, I would be you know, not staring. Yeah. So um, she went to go get bagels and came back out and there was one of those $100 bills on her windshield. And mm. she knew right away who it was. She was like, I got in my car, I sped away. But just getting bagels. Yeah. Like what? Because they're probably getting paid so well that they don't even care about human life anymore. You're mm -hmm. now a commodity. Yeah. You're now a piece of merchandise. Yeah. That's sickening. I saw a scientific fact though, not to defend men as I'm a man, but I saw a scientific fact that that stated that the way men and women perceive the world is completely different. Like, it really Anyone. is. Anyone. I mean, we're all different. It's physical it and emotional, whereas a man yeah. will objectify Absolutely. everything initially. Yeah. Like, scientific, like, like our chemicals will immediately look at an object, and if it can't be sexualized, then our the way we treat it is different. You know okay. what I mean? So it's like, Which, I don't know how true that, and I think with anything, it's like a muscle you can kind of develop. How do you even quantify that? So here, here's something that I think all young men can take into consideration. My first serious relationship that I, I guess, got out of a year or so ago, but I remember get in, getting into that relationship. I feel like men, we have, I don't know if women have like wandering eyes, but as like men, it's like you have the eyes of like you're looking around, like, oh, yes. she's attractive, she's attractive, she's attractive, I like that, I like that. Everyone, yeah. Yeah, but so, but I, I think it might be a little more, I don't know, Intense maybe it is for, for a man, like, I you know would what I mean? assume so. Because women might think like, oh, I wonder if he'd make me laugh, and a man might be thinking like, Oh, that's so true. What's the utility of this woman? Yeah, exactly. I'm thinking, well, okay, so here's, yeah, because men are like, if they don't think he's her 10, like if, if, if he doesn't see yeah, that her being A man hot, is not thinking like, can I'm she not, make me laugh? Can she, does she, you know, work? I mean, that's like secondary, you yeah, know? No. Yeah, it's a almost man, like, I, I don't think. I don't care if she has a job if she's a 10. <laughs> but I remember, and I'm not very religious, but I remember getting into this relationship and very immediately in my affirmations and in my self-talk, Knowing I was already two, three years into the business and knowing how powerful all of that was, mm -hmm. I remember very, very immediately telling myself, anytime I saw a woman like like praying over my eyes, don't let my eyes wander, don't let my mind wander. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, I just want to be focused on my girl. I just want to be focused on my girl. And not even in, and not even in a, like a lustful manner at all times. 
And I, I literally changed like the, like the layout of my mind and how I perceive women where it isn't just immediately lust. It isn't just immediately Thank God sexual. that you were aware of that. And you can't change it. It's, but you, I think if most men can agree, like that's just how we're wired. But you can, like a muscle, you have to, I think it's self-talk and it's having vision of where you want your mind to be. Because I can tell you from experience as a man, as you, as you get older, it's like, yeah, you know, that's fun. We're all adults in this room. And we, we, but that's a, it's a few minutes of fun. And then you're with this person for years. You know what I mean? What's the intention behind it? Do you want There's a monogamous? There's repercussions for these things. Yeah, and it's like, you know, I want to be able to actually have, like, a, a congruent relationship opposed to just like, oh, you know, we're just going to have, you know, this physical exchange opposed to, like, what can we really build off of? Like, can I not just tolerate you? Can, can we, like, get along and yeah. build something and have and value? A, and be friends and be, you know, teammates. Yes. Well, is that nature or is that nurture? Because you were saying that you were able to rewire how you looked yeah. at women. So to me, that would sound like an environmental thing. Yeah, So, but I think it started, I think it was a combination of environmental, of being around men that are, like, seeing Simon and aspiring to have, like, that that marriage where it's like, dude, I gotta, you can be successful mm-hmm. and not be, like, a freak, not being a pervert, not, like, not just look successful, but behind closed doors, actually, like, no, like, you can put it out there, oh, I don't cheat, but, like, nah, this dude, like, is never, like, cheating, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's like... And, like, really desiring that in a world where it's, like, I think in America, I think divorce rates are, like, 60-plus percent. Mm -hmm. And I think you and I both know, like, not every single parent household is going to produce children like the three of us. Right. You know what I mean? Where it's, like, there's competency, there's values, there's virtues, Mm -hmm. and there's things that we have just put in place for our lives from self-development. I would say 90% of single-parent households lead into an even more broken... I could have been a statistic. A statistic. I could still be back there, you know, just, like, chilling. With a bunch of kids. And and this is what I say. Kids kids from broken households just create kids from broken households. So you're young. You have more kids. I don't want to get married four times. Exactly. So when I find... Yeah, I love what you're saying. Bravo to that. Because I wish more men talked like that because... I, I have a desire to have a partner, you know, that, yeah. that wants to be friends with me, who, who doesn't look at me like an object. But also it all goes like, away. Yeah, yeah no exactly. No matter how much money you got. I mean, like, look at these multi-hundred millionaires in Hollywood. Like, yeah. that's all they care about is their image. Like, Sylvester Stallone looks weird now. You know what I mean? That's not like, wow. <laughs> I can't imagine a girl being like, look at that. But see, that it's different for women. See how they look at things. Yes, yeah, Because true. women will, if a man can provide, yeah. compensate his looks. yeah. And that's why I almost wanted to. You ever see that that clip of Cher, where she's like yeah, in an interview, and they're like, "Cher, why aren't you married yet?" And, oh my God, yeah. And she's like, "Yeah, my mother told me to sit down and and marry a rich man." She said, "Mom, I am the rich man." Yeah. I love that yeah. quote. So I felt like my, and I still feel now that I have to be that the man and the woman in my yeah. life. And it sucks yeah. that it it doesn't suck, but it it kind of sucks that we've created a society of such weak men that There's, that's the yeah that the women have to independently kind of take over. And I, I put up the other day on, like, what I, I have a non-negotiable list of, like, what I'm looking for my future wife. and I always have a non-negotiable list to anyone out there. Yeah. Yes. I just created one because one of the girls in our office inspired me to create one because I was like, I got a mental one, but I wasn't, like, physically visiting it and, like, reminding myself, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, of, like, this is what I'm looking for opposed to, like, Ah, it is what it is. But yeah. I, I, I was, I, I put on there. It's like with the, with the virtues of like, I believe in equality in the household. Of, of like, I know how to do a lot of things that the average dude doesn't know how to do. Like she always jokes, and you know, I don't know. Like she says, like her boyfriend doesn't know how to make toast. Like she might be joking, but like, 
Me, dog, I could cook better than her. You know what I mean? So it's like, no, I'm just playing. But, but I can cook. I can do my own laundry and things. So it's not like I don't look at the... These are basic as, things, yes. But I don't look as a woman like a typical dude of like, oh, yeah, she just got to take care of the house. Like, that's not like my... That's number one. ...vision of like, I don't need you to take... Honestly, I'm so like, like OCD of my personal shit. Like, I might get irritated if you did do my shit and didn't do it the way I like it. <laughs> I love that. You know that's what I mean? Funny. So it's like, I want to do it myself because I am so OCD and like neat of like, this is why I want this, this is why I want this. So it's yeah. like, it'd be better if you just did your shit and I'll do my shit. Just make sure your shit isn't like, you know, messed Agreed. up and dirty. Yes. But I don't look at a woman as like, oh, she's just got to be the household provider, cooker. It's like, as long as there's communication, I can do my own shit. You do yours. Let me know how I can help you. Yeah. But I also want to know that like, want her to know like, if she's got aspirations of being a billionaire, my ego isn't tied to like my my wealth, my business of like, if she were to be richer than me, it's like, I ain't gonna be sitting here like, wow, damn, uh, this sucks, you <laughs> know what I mean? Like, terrible. this is horrible, she's yeah. rich too. It's like, go, you know, go do it. You know what I mean? Yes, I support and thrive you, and do what Because you want. we have our own lives and sometimes when they say like, I'm, he, I'm now half of him, I don't like that. Yeah. When like, that's my other half. No, you should be two holes. Yes. I don't want to give up half of yes, me. Yes, I like that. Coming together, two whole individuals that come together. And that's what I think it really makes sense when you make it make sense of like a, a successful relationship of like two people where people are like, I think people are broken and then they think that someone else is going to heal them where it's like, you got to just go inside and heal your own shit yeah. before you go and try to heal somebody Honestly, else. Honestly, it took me years. I, I came out of a bad, or not a, not a bad relationship. I, I suffered badly from the breakup. Yeah. And I had to heal. Mm -hmm. And finally, I feel like this last year or two, or last year really, I figured out my identity and who I really am mm -hmm. and what I really want. And I'm finally at a place where I'm not going to be carrying any baggage or anything yeah. bad into it. The next relationship, which I hope is my last one, yeah, because I'm I'm not about like dating around and things yeah. like that. I date with intention. And if you're someone I I think I could see have a future with, I, then I will give you a chance. Yeah. If you if something weird's about you or I, I'm not here for the potential. Yeah. I'm here for because that never happens, right? Yeah, exactly. The person never changes, which is why I think as women we're taught to bend our boundaries and compromise a little bit because we. We just see the good and everything. And that, oh, he'll change. Like, if he just gets this together, X, Y, Z, it'll the happen. Hears. I, I watch it and I observe. Yeah. Observe from all of my friends. It never comes. Yeah. And they're sad. And they're, you know, why doesn't he love me? Why doesn't he just change? He never will. Yeah. That's why you have to have, I can't preach enough, have a non-negotiable before you enter your heart into a relationship. Yeah. It's so important. Yeah, you got to be careful, though. You know what I mean? If you give a man, like, some man out there I know will find those lists. And manipulate you. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. They'll find a list and be like, "Oh, I just got to fake all this shit." You know what I mean? So they're, it's like, men are, I mean, yeah, they're smart. I mean, anyone who's a manipulator is going yeah. to be. So it's it's got a. I don't know. I'm the I'm a, the ultimate bachelorette. I really don't know <laughs> at this point. Yeah. I'm hoping like God, the universe will. That's lead what him. I. That's what I told yeah. my sister. She's like, "Why don't you find a good wife or something?" I'm like, "Shit, dog, <laughs> point one out." Did you she talk like that? <laughs> yeah, I was like, "You find one, dude. You let me know where they at." And and but I told it her be easy. Well, and here's what I told her because she's got a good like sense of like I don't know what it is about like like women can like read. Women. They can read like she can like read women like she's like that girl's the devil and I'm like. We know. I don't know. Maybe she's cool. Let's bring her in. No, like, she's like, no. Let's contest another then I, one. Then I do and get like, <laughs> something just gets absolutely fucked up. And yeah. I don't want to tell her she's right. So I'll just wait and never do it. <laughs> I think it's a secure hey, person. You're right. You need a confident person. That's the thing. And I, I think it's that. And I, and I also am like, I'm really, I, here's, and I don't want people to take this the wrong way because I don't believe in like attracting a woman with my wealth or status. But I do believe in like 
levels of like qualification of like, you know, I, I saw somebody post the other day of like, oh, that girl must be a gold digger on some social media post. And then I think another girl commented back and just said, no, what if they just, she just has standards and typically what you'll see is like just a broke dude who will say, oh, she just must be a gold digger because he doesn't want to go out and go work. You know what I mean? So it's like she might just have standards yeah. or vice versa. It doesn't have to be, you know, perspective of like gold digger could be like, well, what if there was like a, you know, a young dude with a, you know, older woman? It's like, oh, you know, he just must be a gold digger. It's like, I don't know. You know maybe he just has shit regardless. Yeah, regardless. I mean, yeah, your TikTok comments say all that. I yeah, read those. They those go are crazy. Nuts. Yeah, they go nuts. But but I do think about it. I'm like, you know what? You know, I want to I want to I want to get into because you got to qualify to get in some of these circles. Like, we're just not going to let yeah. you in the circle. So it's like I want to get into a couple more, go a couple more levels and see what the circles of women are like in those circles. Yeah. Before I'm like, oh, let me just, you know, see what is out here at the circle I'm at right now. It's like, I'm, you know, happy at the circle I'm at right now, but it's like, I want to go up there and see, it's like... Caliber. Yeah, it's that more caliber of a caliber yeah, person. Like, are see. you honest? Are you a loving person? Yeah. Are you friendly? Are you compassionate? Are you actually hearing me when I talk? Or are you just yeah. waiting me to shut up so you can talk? Yeah. That type, it's little things. Honestly, as I've gotten older, little things that I look for in men, I'm like, oh, he didn't hold that door for me. You know, <laughs> you, honestly, a guy, I went on a date once and the guy did not walk me back to my car. Why am I with you if you're not going to protect me? I yep. can be vulnerable all by myself. Yep. But I had to walk, it was at night, in a parking garage by myself. I didn't appreciate that. <laughs> sounds like, it sounds like And I mean, it that, is I'll, as a woman. Trust me, yeah. dog. I know, dude. I'll beat somebody up. Yeah, somebody I mean, hold listen. The door. You didn't hold the door for it, dog? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have to, you know, being respectful and, you know, appreciating my femininity and things like that. Yes. But it's it's a non-negotiable for me. And I, and I wish more men were like that. They're afraid to be respectful to women these days. Yeah. They're afraid to talk on the phone. They're afraid to be honest with how they feel. Yeah. Like they're more showy for their friends yes. than being... The top G culture. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I think There's aspects to it that are very toxic, I think. Yeah, I think there's good things of, of discipline and things he says and, and certain things. I, when I've listened a lot more in depth than just from surface level, but I think some of the young men will manipulate and be like, oh, I just got to be her master. And I'm like... Get me? I, I'm not the one. Well, and I think, I think you know, quickly people will realize... Oh, like a woman that lets you just master her around, you know, maybe That's not, not an be, equal yeah, it might not be the caliber of woman that you're looking for. Yeah. But I think you also brought up a good point in the car too of like, uh, you know, it's like women don't mind if, if you're claiming to be like the master provider, but just make sure you back up the talk and actually be the provider and protector. Is that what you said? Yeah, and, and sometimes the roles can be blended. I mean, I, I when I'm down, be you know, I need you to be stable to give me words of encouragement or this is what it's really if I'm being, you know, if I'm upset, what lead me out of, of how upset I am and tell me why I'm gonna be okay. Yeah. I need you to be smart. Yeah. I can't be, be dealing with some idiot that's like, Oh, it'll be better, it's okay. What what the hell is that gonna do for me? You better have a solution. You know what I mean? There better be some type of some competency. Yes, yeah. and there and there and you need to be providing the sense of security yeah. in the sense of, you know, mental competency. Be yeah. articulate, be poetic. I don't know. Give me a solution when I'm down. Give me a poem, bitch. Be creative. <laughs> Like, figure it out. But, like, I'm going to provide the same thing when, like, when my partner's upset yeah. and he's freaking out. I'm like, 
this is the reality of it. Like you're looking at it from this yeah. way, but you're gonna be good. We're gonna be good. I'm gonna figure it out. We're gonna figure I it out. I was bad in that yeah. in the last relationship because I was like, hey, look, I know this is hard right now, and you see me like pour a lot in other people, but I'm going to bed. We're gonna figure this out. <laughs> I was <laughs> so tired, so no. but I was whole, I was yeah. that aspect I can admit to. But then you too. weren't ready yet. That's yes. okay. Yeah, That's I was not, not a negative good thing. In the then come back when you're ready. Yes. When you have your stuff, you know, your plate spinning and they're and they're you know automatic or whatever, you can figure out and come and revisit. Yeah. It. And, and when you can give somebody the time to nurture a relationship, because you need to give it time. Yes. I didn't have that time. I was yeah. too busy building That's my the infrastructure. Thing, like, yeah. When you're yeah. building, and it's like, dude, I'm so exhausted. I'm building. I'm talking. Like all I do is like be a therapist, and then it's like. Then if you get into a relationship too soon, it's like right right thing, but maybe wrong time. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have the you don't have that time to like nurture, then it's and then like, it was just a lesson. Yeah. And like whoever I'm with next has to understand that I deal with a lot of men and they have to be secure with it. Like yeah. I'm not interested in these men. I'm not looking at them as objects. I'm really just dealing with business. I I'm think flying men, here to do business. I think men are more insecure, and I'm talking from personal experience, than I think even than than females. You know what I mean? I well, think, yeah, because we can understand what what's really going on. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I think sometimes like there's seasons of the relationship. It's usually during that that honeymoon season. I think like that initial part where where as a man like our hormones are really enraged with the woman and we're really like mm. you know okay. just just this I don't know infatuated. Where it's like a dude might smile at you and be like, "Did you guys just try to fuck?" <laughs> you know what, That's happened to you me. Know what I mean? I've <laughs> been with somebody and he's like, "Did you sleep with him?" I'm like, "What? Ew, what?" <laughs> What are you talking about? He's just my friend. There's like, no, he's not. Yeah. And I'm like, he might be like oh. 70, might be your dad. There's memes <laughs> like that. I've shared memes like that with the boys. Like, don't trust no man, not her dad. Not but like, <laughs> I have, I, you have to be the woman who's who's good at saying no. Yeah. I'm very good at with my boundaries with anybody. Yes. I'm like, don't talk to me. Like, yeah, I, like, like hang up the phone. Like, I just leave, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's a strictly I tell business. Men off. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm but, tough. I'm a top G. That's what yes. that comes. That's what that breeds. Yeah. Instead of instilling or empowering confidence, they get insecure. Like, oh, I don't have nine Bugattis, and I don't. You know, I'm not a top G. And I can't fight everybody. Like that. To me, that makes men insecure. Yes. That's like, you know, with Kim K being like the perfect body ratio and being a billionaire and having the perfect hair to women. That that to an insecure woman will really bother her and yeah. so she's trying to like get bbls and all this yeah. no hate to pl- people who get plastic surgery but there's a reason why yeah because you're trying to emulate what yeah. you think is the most yeah, desirable yeah. thing yes thousand percent a thousand percent i can and i see that in men i've i've struggled with that really like but i think as i get older it's like again it's like it's like building a business it's like learn from your lessons learn from mistakes and just kind of have that that list of like all right what am i going to do in the next relationship what's going to be my perspective what's the mindset what do i i know there's going to be an extreme seasonal stage every honeymoon phase mm-hmm. I, I at least i've experienced in like one or two relationships at least it's like a drug yeah it's a drug but it comes down and so that's when you kind of find out you, like what shit's you find real. Out who they really are. Yeah, who they really are is this shit yep. real? And it's like, you know, and I, I think I'm very excited, especially just, you know, that that I I'm like you. I was like, I hope the next one's like the the last one. I'm not in a rush though. I'm Me sitting either. Here like, I'm chilling. Even at 33, women like take your I'm, time. Yeah. I'd rather be. Not in a relationship, then be sad yes. with a guy hurting yeah. me. I've watched my friends go through it, go through it on yep. my second divorce. Yeah. Like I am, I'm, cool. I'm happy where I am until I he can make me happy. Yep, I, and I'll take care of niece and nephew. 
You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, but twenty like, years old. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> she can do that for the family, and I'll keep working, dude. Shit. That's where I'm at too. You know I, mean? I, I don't work. even know where to meet men. Yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I don't know where you meet the women. The internet, I guess. Because like, I'm I feel not like any app. I I don't like no and, dating apps. And this is how I know I got to get into a different circle. Because like, I feel like if I like will try like like the gentleman approach to like a woman of like, hey, we should go out and you know get dinner or get lunch, and I'm like. No thanks. No, but th they're not. Th they're not going to be that way. I listen. A man asked me to dinner last week, and yeah. I told all of my friends because yeah. no men are like well, you're that. You're the you're the right caliber woman. I'm talking yeah. about go up to the gym and you just, I, you know, I must just be looking too much with my eyes instead of like doing more <laughs> research or something, and, and then, and I, I have no idea. But but and then it just be like, <laughs> no, sorry, I like abusers and like. I'm Wait, like, they've told you. No, no, I'm, oh, I'm okay. But then you'll go look and be like. Oh, okay. This well, at the this gym's kind of weird. This girl's just at the club. Well, I, that's the only place I go to is the gym and the work, and I'm, I will never fraternize in my workplace. You know what okay, I mean? Yes, so like, you cannot. That's how my never. last bridge imploded. He was yeah. with one of the agents. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, but um, yeah, it's, I don't know, just the right caliber woman will appreciate, because most men are like, you want to come hang? No, <laughs> yeah, I don't no. want to. Like, hang? What? <laughs> I don't have time to read this. What do you, yeah, hang? you come What hang? are we going to do? You want me to figure it out? You're the, like, that's a gender role. You're yes. the man. Yes. Please tell me Lead. where you would like to take me. Yes. Please tell me where I'm meeting you for the yes. first time. What time? What's the attire? Where am I parking? This one dude didn't tell me where to park, and I was circling around the restaurant for, like, so long. And that, I didn't even want to show up because he it pissed me off that he didn't tell me <laughs> where to like park. You. Yeah. Are so, you coming in? I left. Yeah, you didn't tell me where to park, dude. <laughs> she would do that. I left. Where the hell did you go? He was like three drinks in. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm no, I, I love that. And I, I really think we grew up we grew up in Arkansas, and I, I really one thing I appreciate from from my dad and and from my mom too is just like it was very extreme on like the role as a man is to protect the women, not swear around the women, which I don't do that one, but but uh, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I drop the f word and all that, but not swear around the women, and you hold every door regardless if if it's Excuse me, your woman, or you know, a younger woman, older woman, it doesn't matter. You hold the door yeah. for you know for the women. It's yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, and, and all of that. And it's like, you know, you, you you take care of your woman and things like that. So it's like, out like when it's when it the next woman and, and my my last ex could tell you like no one is like I was and it's not like no, she's not gonna find better. I you know obviously hope she you know does find better. It's gonna be hard, but <laughs> but but you know what I mean. Like I am like that's one thing that I I miss or. I'm gonna bring to the table is like, Doc, you don't a door, you'll never touch it. If you touch a door, it's very sweet. my hands were fucking cut off. You know oh, what I mean? Wow. So it's like, there's no way. But it's that small little thing. It's yeah. just so. Well, I gotta just... make up for it because I'm 5'10. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> so she always, her boyfriend's like six, uh, what's he, 6'4 or something? So she'll always be like, well, we could have Justin since he's six. I'm like, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I throw Justin through I a wall. I have to make up because I'm five ten. Well, it depends on the height of the woman, too. It I think depends on the height of the woman. Too, it's not a big deal. And then I'll do shoes like that. You know what I mean? I'll be six foot real quick. You know, I'll throw the Jordans it's, on. Yeah, I'll be six foot. Do some boots. Dr. Scholl's. Especially, like you said, it's like the height of the woman. So you can just tell her, it's like, hey, listen, I'm sick. You don't want to start with a lie, but you can got to be like, Wait, you don't. Have you lied about your height ever? Be honest. I don't think so. Maybe you to don't my think? family. You don't think? I don't. Yeah. You have. Uh, okay. Every man has. <laughs> Any guy under six foot has lied about his height. Every, like, we can... <laughs> tell me you haven't lied about your height. You're under six foot? Shit. That's like... That's like Everybody <laughs> here is like 5'8", and they all... I am what... Yeah. I have noticed that. But they all swear they're six foot. They're like 5'8". You know what? Maybe it's just an Aries thing. 
Yeah. I've noticed the ones in Wexford. I'm, I'm, <laughs> when I wear shoes, I'm like the same height as all of them. But yes. no disrespect. I've just noticed the height. It well, might be an Italian thing. I don't know. Yeah, no, you know, I just, they have leg <laughs> extensions now. Stop. I'm you not do doing not them. need a leg oh, extension. Oh, no, I'm not doing Jeez, them. So I'm going to manifest myself. I just need you another You're going to grow more, yeah. some HGH. Yeah. <laughs> manifest I actually, I closer to God. I'm hoping that works. So... <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, I hope you find a nice person. Yes. By that, she was like meaning like under 5'10". <laughs> <laughs> That's what, that nice, that weird, nice, nice person. That oh, was. I meant that in a genuine way. But did you, did you ever see that meme? It was real funny. It's like <clears throat> any guy under six foot is a friend. Yeah, I've seen a bunch of. She sends them to me or something. But like, it's any woman like, over 5'9 is a teammate. Yeah. It's like the same way. That. I could see that. So, no, I get all the, the six-foot memes and shit like that. We had another uh, real estate lady on, you know, and we I don't know how this keeps coming up. And we asked her if, like, height matters. And she had said yes and then asked her, and she was like, yeah, the only reason I'm dating Justin is because he's 6'4". And I was like, oh. He's been putting so many words in your mouth. I'm telling him. She doesn't have a microphone to defend herself. Oh, we're setting her one up. We're going to set her <laughs> one up. That was an idea we had, so. Um, it, it did. Like, when I wrote down my non-negotiables, I was like, okay, six feet tall. But like the last guy I was interested in was five eight. He's yeah. very handsome and he's very nice. So, yeah. the shorter they are, the sweeter they have to be. Because <laughs> oh no, they're usually mean. <laughs> yeah, they, that is. I true. have encountered it's men. It's that small man complex. Yes, so it's like, who hate women. They <laughs> yeah. hate women. Damn, I don't and hate they, women. And they drive big trucks. Damn, I drive big trucks. That's why I said that. <laughs> well, you, that was it. Do you road rage? Oh, no, I don't. This is Chicago. You road rage on the wrong person, you can pull AK-47 Oh, out. true. I forgot where yeah. I was. I, yeah. I do road rage a little bit. I got to chill out. I think it was worse, and it de this is how I know I've grown, because I used to carry, like, a knife in the car in high school, and I would, like, point it at people. <laughs> like, like, if you cut me off in high school, I'll I'm going like, to cut you in real life. <laughs> yeah, like like the monkey in Family Guy. I don't know if you ever watched Family Guy, but, like, there's, like, an evil monkey, sometimes. and he, like, holds, like, and that that was me in high school, like, I swear to God, I pulled it. I got out of the you car. You were ready once. for whatever. Yeah, I got out of the car with a knife once, and I was like, "Oh my God!" That would not work here in Chicago. I've but, done some stupid road rage things yeah. where the guy was going too slow and he's flicking me off. So I, I drove up next to him, but in, onto oncoming traffic and stared at him and was like, "Let's go!" And he was just like, "He was like, this is a chick." Like, yeah. Oh no, I've definitely. That's the done Italian. That. That's my mom's side in me. But yeah, I've chilled I've her out. Yeah. See. Had to calm down, and especially just as you build up, you start to meet people as you're building up your your you know your identity and things like that. You'll start to meet people that have lost people in car accidents. That's where the empathy comes in. And yeah. I'm like, I'm not trying just because of my ego. I'm gonna chill it out. It's yeah. not worth it. I like my peace. And I used to do stunts in the car too, and that's what really kind of calmed me down. Is because mm. like I, I have people reach out and be like, man, this one this one guy really hit me because I would I would used to get out of the car while I was driving it. Like on the like highway, ghost ride it and ghost ride. Yeah, I'd sit like I'd sit like on the on the what the, fuck, the window windshield or whatever. I'd sit there. You know what I mean? And uh, like seventy miles per hour, and I'd I'd take like Snapchats or something. Of oh me, my like, god! Out of the car, and uh, this one guy slid up on my story once. He was like, "Bro, I look up to you so much, but when you do this, it reminds me of my brother died in oh. a car accident. Oh, and I had one other person tell me something like that before, and it, like." I was like, all right. I'm know, glad I'm they not, said I'm that to you. Die. They could have saved your life. Could have saved my life. Could have saved an, another young man, young woman's life or something like It's like I could have thrown, thrown everything away by, you know, I think involuntary manslaughter is still like something that can jeopardize licenses. Well, I mean, not even you lose your freedom and you hurt somebody's entire family. Hurt so someone's it's not, entire it's not family. worth it. Like, we should all work on being kinder. I know that's so cliche, but yeah. truthfully, 
just it's not it's just a better it would be a better world so that that helped me a lot you know what i, mean? I want to ask like you a question though that. yes back to the like the woman man thing what's your what are your icks with My chicks icks? with women <laughs> talking that's about it right now. <laughs> I just Talking? Don't, I don't know women? what's wrong with me. I don't know. Like, I, like, no wonder. It's you, just, you know what? You need five more years in the oven. You, I think you're not that, ready to come well, out. Well, here's yet. here's what I think it is. I think it's because I'm still, it took my whole. You I, said your ick is talking to women. What Are, are you like, disgusted right now? No, not. No, this has been a phenomenal conversation. Okay, good. It's it's definitely the caliber of women. So just not talking talk to the right. But, <laughs> but so here here's what it is. I think. You brought up a good point where I'm still in the building phase. Like, what happened was I built up to a high level position as a as a regional manager as a manager. So that's and then took all of my money. Simon hit me up with the ownership opportunity. Took at, like I had six figures in the bank, two cars, two Jags. T- took everything. He's like, hey, we could partner. And I knew he's like, you're gonna take you're gonna take like a ten to one pay cut. So I would have made a, a million like up front. Opposed to a million on a 1099. Mm-hmm. Way two fucking different things. You yes. know what I mean? Like, Agreed. Way different things. So, yes, couple last couple years, put a couple mil on 1099s, and everything's been phenomenal, but I took like a five to one, 10 to one pay cut, and it costed everything to, like, had to downsize my cars, got the big, got the big truck, and um, I've, you know, I've that's admirable. Been here. Yeah. Put, I, this has been like my house sometimes, like right here. And Can like, I be very honest with you? Yeah. Um, Sometimes when I see what some of the people that you are you work with mm-hmm. when they are you know flexing flexing I, I get turned off yeah. by it I get really I'm like so we I get, want people to think I'm I want the IRS to think I'm broke I want everybody yeah, to think I'm broke don't ask broke. me yeah. for anything but to me it's just like but I appreciate that what you did instead yeah. of you know I don't see you flexing as much well, maybe I, I miss it yeah I I can't flex she, all the time a little bit. you know what I mean but yeah I can't. It's funny. I, and I, I think we just kind of to me that's more respectable. I think that confidence is quiet. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. I mm-hmm. think I think we also grew up. We, all three of us grew up very similar, but it's like, shit, dog. We grew up where some Christmases was like blankets, and this is not. You can't say this is glamorous. It was blankets and socks. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, when's the last time? I don't ever. What boy? What 16 year old boy asked for his socks? Well. <laughs> But but see, you I, probably I, knew what you could ask for too. Yeah, exactly. You so don't want to make. But your we live within our means, and yeah. then coming in, it's like, yeah, we'll we'll have subtle flexes, and, you know, and when we get the I cars mean, and I things sh- like I that. I bought a new car. I showed it off. Yeah. But sometimes I'm just like, I this is my face when I see it. I'm like, okay. And it's it's for recruiting. Yeah. I realize that. I realize that. Yeah. It's definitely more so for recruiting, but I think also sometimes people's egos get into it because they're they're virgins with the money. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like it's like that new money. New money. You could tell if you and some you got to think a, a lot of boys are bullied, and again, like you guys said, boys and men operate to impress other boys and men. So they're yeah. not they're not doing it for you guys. They're yeah. doing it to say f you to that bully mm-hmm. in school that you know said they were a little. See, little I like bitch that backstory. Yeah. I like that. But yeah. to me, when sometimes on social media it's hard to convey a message. I'm just you, like you ain't I'm, gonna get the right girl just <clears throat> hyper flexing material. No, you're not. Gonna you're gonna get the, gonna right get the ones gonna you know cause you a lot of problems. Yeah. Because women like me who make their own money oh, aren't yeah. impressed 
by that. Yeah, money ain't gonna get her. Yeah. That's where virtue comes into place. Yeah. So but that's like, a. I well, I, I the question was meant to be funny. I'm like, do you like dirt under? Like, you probably hate dirt under your fingernails or no? Shit let's get so let's get a little. Yeah. About. No, I, I I think well, and to wrap it up, I think mm-hmm. so. I put so much of my soul into this the last where I like I'm so not burnt out. I'm I'm ready to go another thousand years. Yeah. But I'm I'm exhausted, and so, and and usually, you know. Any relationship, not just a woman, any relationship, a woman, you know, you're going to want to have some conversation of how was your day. And, like, by the time that com- that word comes <laughs> up, wanna I'm going to shut the, that's how my day was. <laughs> it was the same day, shit's hard, and we're, we're, yeah. we're headed towards the direction I want to go, but we still got some time to get, to get out and mm-hmm. get going. Most businesses fail in their first five years, and just this last month... We, we broke our first profitability of like opposed to just breaking even. Congratulations. And we're, I think That's we're exciting. two and a half, three years in. But what's, and thank you so much, but what's yeah. like separates us from, from like the, all the other levels that are essentially underneath is like they're profitable essentially right up front. I, and I experienced all that. So mm-hmm. it's like having all that goodness, being broke as a kid to rich to then rich broke is what I call it because mm. you've got a bunch of money coming in. And it all well, goes back out. Wealth is different. If you can live and do whatever you want, and, exactly, you know, it's wealth. It's exactly can, it's still wealthy because yeah. I do what I want pretty much for the most part. I can still help my mom out. My mom's never had to worry about anything. And yeah, we've been able You're to help her You're building an empire, out. dude. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I get to work with my sister now, so it's like we created a job. Yeah. You know what I mean? So That's it's like, awesome. And it's it's more than more than fulfilled because you know the past people. I I didn't realize it until she exposed me to <laughs> what I was missing out on, on. Uh, like, I remember, like, one of, she was, like, because I had her, like, kind of go over my Amex. She's, like, did you know your one assistant uh, cost you $13,000 and your interest rate went up on this payment? And I'm, like, oh, oh, nice. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's cool now that, like, I it's, like, family ties. Because mm-hmm. always people are, like, got to be careful working with family, and I'd be scared about that. And then, because, like, I'm just such a, like, demanding person. I'm, like, I'm get scared. I, that I too. I'm, my like, fr- so I work scared. With my friends, yeah. I'm so scared. I'm, like, and I'll tell her sometimes, like, once a month I'll tell her, be, like, Listen, I'm having like a paranoia attack, and I'm just, I just need to vent to you because, mm-hmm. like, this is what I want done. This is what I need done. This is what we got to do. And she'll like calm me down. We'll calm one another down and shit like that. But, like, you know, I'll feel bad because I'll let her know. I'm like, I don't want to go back to like when we were kids. We never, where we just like attacked each other. Like, no, two but wild sometimes cats. I'll wake up and think, like, oh my God, am I, I'm broke. And it's like, Anna, yeah. shut up. You know, yeah. you're, what are you talking about? But I will work like I'm broke. Yes. Because I never want to take for granted this life, yeah. and I don't have a safety net. Yeah. So I'm like, I do the same shit. It's a yeah. weird thing that we, you know, it's it's old habits die hard. Like where I save things. Yeah. Like like say if I was home, I put this in the fridge because I don't want to spend another eight dollars to get a coffee. Yeah. Like I'll save it, and that's like a habit I have. I don't know. I just thought of a thing I don't like that girls do. Growing Good. up with two Finally, girls. Three minutes later. Yeah. Got into a whole heart story, but. Uh, the shower drains, you guys fuck them up with your hairballs. <laughs> okay. I hate that. That's disgusting. Huh? There you go. Get a what? A bald girlfriend. Bald girlfriend? You shave your head for you. It's love. <laughs> That's disgusting. Yeah, yes, I know. You'll be That's excited. what I was getting at, the right woman. Yeah, yes. talk to the right yeah, woman. Yeah, yeah, the right like, woman. Well, I'll talk to the right girl. But, yeah. But so, I'd say the, the, the hair in the drain um, I really hate a loud, obnoxious woman. Like, really loud, Anyone obnoxious. Loud obnoxious will piss me off. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, too loud or obnoxious. Like, I just, like, you know what I mean? Like, just takes things too far. Or, like, um, clubbing. Yeah. Uh, music concerts. You know what I mean? Lollapalooza girls. Don't like the. <laughs> she's going to Lollapalooza. I'm not letting. Her boyfriend said yes, but brother said no. 
I said you gotta take a gun at least. Like, I, it's more for me for like the safety thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, that's a valid concern. Dude, valid like, concern. And every time I see stuff like that, it'll be like, Lollapalooza goes down. Fifty percent of the people get herpes. It's like, what? <laughs> Whoa! What? I've seen that before. Do, what are they doing? Are they all like sharing I something? Basically, I don't know, but I think that that would be something. Like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go to music concerts. I think my movies, like, like I don't like unless she likes. Like superhero, like action movies. That's pretty much it. Action, sci-fi. Like other than that, like I'm not gonna watch your movie. If you tell me to watch a movie, I'd probably unless it was the right girl. Then maybe, maybe. Like I'm just this year. I have to go see the Barbie movie with my mom and sister. I can't wait for that one. I'm doing that for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, That's what I mean. If it's the right girl, you're gonna see. Yeah, yeah like for you, you guys. About, but yeah. like, shit, dude. There's no girl I can think of right now that make me go watch that Barbie movie. I'm like that with football. There's no guy right now I'd want to go watch football with. In an in-person game? That shit's boring, too. Yeah, see, like, I'm not too, and see, I'm not even too crazy about, like, I just like being in, like, a cold, dark room. <laughs> Life's just like, you know what I mean? Like, these lights get too much. I got to, like, a cold, dark room. You know I mean, I, I wouldn't like that either, on. but I'm watching, I'm drinking, you know, Coke and eating my popcorn. I love movie theater popcorn. Yeah. And that's fire. watching a movie. That's fire. That's cool. I'm trying to think of other icks because now you got me like curious. I'll I'm tell like, you mine. I don't like yeah, long tail nails on a man. Cut. Yeah. Just bad hygiene. You wouldn't believe how men are Busted. not clean. Yeah. Shave, manscape, do things. <laughs> like you are just get a facial, <laughs> clean your nails. Like it's it's I wild. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's the cuticle. I have the funniest story to tell you guys. I was getting, I used to get my eyebrows waxed a lot. And uh, I was getting my eyebrows waxed, and I was—I think I was still with my ex, and I think I'd got her like a Brazilian or something. And I was like, I was like, do men get those? And like, I think she thought like the girl who was asking my eyebrows thought I was asking for one, and she was like, oh no, I can't do that on you. I was like, first That's not off, what I was saying, I wasn't, first <laughs> off, I wasn't asking for one. Second, <laughs> if I was, I'll go, get, I'll find someone. Yeah, like, I'll find someone else. What's wrong with like, what do you think's wrong with my body? Oh. <laughs> You're not gonna, you don't want a Brazilian me? Wait. How dare you? Yeah, like, you don't even have the opportunity to tell yeah, me no. Like, you don't even qualify to Brazilian me anyways. <laughs> but but that was so funny because he starts talking about cleaning up and I'm like thinking to myself like <laughs> and then like <laughs> I think like Nah, I don't want to talk Brush about that. Brush your teeth, scrape your tongue. Like some men just scrape your tongue. Like you got bad breath. They they taste like eggs. Yes, like, I brush my tongue. She, just <laughs> she said scrape. Like <laughs> I'm thinking of like someone having a scraper, like Honey, get your tongue scraper. Your shit's they looking weird. They probably have a device for that. I think they do, actually. I think that's a real thing. But, yeah, that's, I mean, hygiene would probably be my ick or not being punctual, lying. <laughs> <laughs> that's men's favorite thing to do. We love to lie. They love to embellish. They're very creative when they want to oh, be. Oh, absolutely. And, and especially with the circle, I mean, <laughs> the circle that we're in with entrepreneurs, especially more so from your end, though, with, with, with men, is, like, you're already around hustlers. So, like, the men that you're going to be interested in, hustle, dog. They yes. Can, so, like, it, and how you do one thing is how you do everything. So, it's, like, that's why it's so important for you to attack the values and the virtues first. Because mm -hmm. if you don't attract a hustler, you got to make sure, how like, just go look at their, like, integrity their personal life how they treat their mother and all oh, that because like family that's that's now that's a very important that's how they treat yes yeah. how they treat their family do you like your family what's the problem there yeah if i you heard know? someone like swearing crazy at their mom or something oh. like that like i wouldn't be or be disrespect that's really like really consistently because i can't say i'm an angel like yeah you know i was definitely a dickhead to my mom you know what i mean growing up but like yeah 
now it's like you know what I mean. You adore your mother. It's like you yes, know what I mean? so that's it's like, very important. Someone like in their mid twenties or thirties, like talking crazy to their mom or even dad. Like yeah, the, the disrespect. Would, yeah, how you treat like animals, how you treat old people, animals. The yeah. less you know, the vulnerable. How do you treat people like that? Yeah, you know that's a really good indication of people. Just human character. In general, yeah, like the people that could never do anything for you. But some people don't have. And this could be men and women. Don't have like, they're just surface level. They don't know how to be yeah. deep or introspective or reflective and things like that. Yeah, that's a really. I didn't realize that people aren't like that. And so until I started talking to dumb idiots, and it's like, wow, you <laughs> yeah. can't think past what I'm saying. So we have nothing in common. And how they treat you in front of the people that are most important to them. Yes. Do they introduce you, or do you, yeah. are you just in the in the back? I've been in the background in, in friend circles, and I'm just like, you can introduce me. <laughs> I'm the coolest one here. Like, yeah. introduce me. Like, I shouldn't even be here. <laughs> yes, yeah, I think that's huge. I, I think also another thing is like, couldn't be with a girl that like flexed the money and the materials really hard on people, Blech. and was like, we're way better than you. Look at this Cartier, my man got me. Like, oh, bro. cool. Everyone's got one. Like I just ate a bologna sandwich. You're yeah, like <laughs> what? I, I hear you. I don't like that. The, yeah, the like, flexing thing. I love nice stuff. You know what I mean? I love me too. Nice, nice cars, stuff. nice They're houses. Nice. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm never. I'm not gonna. If there. If, um, if I'm not gonna go on the trip if I can't fly first class. So it's like. Like I think I love all that stuff, but I'm not gonna like. <laughs> I'm not gonna like. I'll still book a Spirit flight if I have to. <laughs> yeah, I mean worst case, but. That's, like, there's only one direct from Pittsburgh to LAX, and it's Spirit. Oh shit! Yeah, I don't oh, want to. So I'll yeah. time. Time will outweigh comfort. Dang, ooh, that spirit. We're gonna have to pray for you when you take that flight. <laughs> Make it safe. <laughs> but but I like. I don't want to like like bougie drown somebody. Like man, I'm so much. Yeah. And I, mean, I can see what you're saying in regards mm -hmm. to like the the life insurance culture specifically. I know I know like a lot of these guys, well, hardcore mm -hmm. hit that shit. But uh, I completely agree. I think from either end, it's like it's kind of just it's kind of like. Anybody that puts their shit too much out there. I don't feel like a girl wants to be with a guy that, like, puts his shit so much out there. And a guy doesn't want to be with a girl that, like, is over-revealing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, like, it's like that's one thing. It's like I want a modest woman. It doesn't mean, like, I need her in, like, the, like, like a, a, full, a full hijab or a burqa. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she don't got to be, like, like locked up. Don't show your ankles. I don't want... You're beautiful. Sure. You know what I mean? I'm gonna be with yeah, a beautiful like girl. I like, like timeless. I like class. I like... Yeah. I like that. You know what I yeah. mean? It's, it's But, like... Bikini pictures in the winter, like, oh, I miss the beach. No, we ain't at the beach, dog. It's December. Listen, that, I call that peacocking. I do it too. If I if I want this attention from a guy who follows me, I yeah. will post something to get his attention. Actually, I'm I be posting ad pictures every day. I gotta stop You're like that. upside down in the sauna. <laughs> yeah, I'm like he's upside doing down like Cirque du Soleil. Who follows you that you're that you're trying to? No peacock? one even comments. Okay. My mom would be sliding up. <laughs> Good work, buddy. <laughs> I'm like, Your I'm mom? like, I'm like looking like. I know this is cool. Like, where are the hoes at? <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm playing. I'm sure. It's a podcast. I'm sure there's some chicks like heart knit, like the little ones, like, hey, I'm over here. Yeah, this my. I mom. mean, I get my my peacocks too. You know, I'm I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm around. Maybe like, ask me to dinner. Yeah, that's what I want to do. You know what? No one's asked me to dinner. That would that, would that be weird if a chick was like? I, Actually, I would be offended. I swear, no, I swear to God, this girl did ask to pay for something uh, like a week ago, and I was like, don't talk to Dude, me. Dude, if a guy asked me to split a bill at a restaurant, I'd say, I'm paying the whole thing. Please never talk to me again. <laughs> like, <laughs> we <laughs> just joked about this the other, literally yesterday. We were up at, we were up I'm at New Buffalo. I'm not even talking. I've been joking with her for the last couple of days about this. I was like, I was like, oh, so you and Justin making split meals? And she was like, <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she was like, 
what? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And then I got I got my business partner to say it, and he's a lot older. So you know how old men are. They just fuck, just blurt it out way more aggressively. And they, he's kind of delusional, so at this point he believes it. And he's like, Tristan told me about how you and Justin are splitting meals. That's cute. Oh my God. And uh, he's like, what? And then he told her that Justin told him that, her boyfriend. And she got she immediately looked down at her phone. Started, I look up. She's texting Justin. I just want to confirm. Did you tell uh, Dave <laughs> that we're confirm. splitting the uh, how not bills? Nice. Why would you <laughs> oh. Yeah, I've been making it up. <laughs> I'll make shit up. Just, I'll just make shit up just to add a little. You gotta, add, you, and I think I'm helping them because you know, relationship isn't fun with He's a, Cupid with a little fire, He's a little cherub. You know what I mean? You add a little fire, and it it helps. Your best times in a relationship is when there's fire. Okay, I like I like that. No, I I so I think <laughs> that's where also I probably gotta have a couple more years in the oven because I definitely like look for that toxicity. You know, like, I like chaos too. I used to be a chaser and I'm done doing that. I don't yeah, chase anymore. I'm see? like, I'm a magnet and I will attract. Yes. Yep. See? As I should be. I want to just get a dog and ride that out for a few years and That's a, just read. Yeah, or a plant. You need pray. something to take care of. I would do a plant. I would do a plant and a, and a dog. See, see that's, that's the thing too is like I'm so lethargic. It's like I know when I get the dog it's like, Aaliyah, can you walk it? You know what I mean? Like, that yeah. wouldn't be fair to the dog. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? Like, I'll definitely rub, rub, you know, hang out. Rub and hang dog. out? Is that what you just said? <laughs> yeah. Rub, rub, hang out with the dog. <laughs> but, like, walking, especially in the cold, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're in Chicago. Absolutely not. Absolutely Rough. not. That wind effect. Um, favorite food before we wrap up? I love sushi. Sushi? I love ramen. Sushi. There's sushi places. Italian. In Chicago, that have the revolving sushi. Ooh, so it's a I've conveyor heard of that. belt. Yes, yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah, so that's really good. There's a Nobu. You've definitely had Nobu. There's yeah. a Nobu Chicago. Huh? Yeah. There's uh, Gibson's Italia, RPM Italia. I, I don't wish know how I had long more you're time here. Yeah, I'll be at the fundraiser later, then I gotta fly out tomorrow. Oh, okay. Then, never mind. I won't hype One day up all I this come food. Back. Yeah. Um, I can't think of anything else. We're probably an hour plus in. That was great. I, I enjoyed it. That yeah. was fun conversation. Yeah. This is our first conversation ever, by the way. Yes. And you guys can tell I love every single person we've had on here. Love all of our guests, for those of you that come back and watch. But you can kind of tell, like, when I vibe or yeah. connect. The ones that, like, I have to pull stuff out of, it'll be, like, 20 minutes. But the ones I can connect and have a conversation with, go an hour plus. Yeah. You know I mean? When's totally. your birthday? June 17th. Yep, that's why. Why? I have great conversations with Gemini's. So well, we're good for that. We're very witty. I don't believe in all. I don't believe in that shit. Brings but for, it up, but I don't believe in it. When's I don't your believe birthday? in it. Mine's uh, September twenty fifth, Libra. Libra. Oh, we're both dual signs. I don't know what it is, but both my exes are Gemini's. Oh, June yeah. or May Gemini's. June. Or and the, my mom's June. My mom's June. Good ones. My mom's June sixteenth. No right? way! Oh my god! Yeah. Yep. Six sixteen. Nineteen ninety. Wait, your mom is 199? I'm 19. What? I'm messing with you. You see how we got her? <laughs> I thought no, I thought that was like No, we got you a little bit. I'm not that old. Shut up. <laughs> we got you a little bit. I'm in the prime of my life. So Yes, no. You listen, when we got you, I for the longest time, because I we've been following each other for a couple years now. It's like, oh, this girl's in her mid-20s or something. She must just be connected with Simon or something like that. Yeah. And when you said 33, I was like, dang. Dude, I hope I, I keep getting that look. Yeah. Let's all the go. way to my 40s, so. This was Fire. Shout out. Now, help me pronounce the full name. 
Anna D. Oh, my name is Anna D. Frank. Anna D. Frank. Okay, yes. cool. Because for some reason I was thinking like DeFurio or something. That's cool. No, it's Anna DeFrank. Anna DeFrank, like Anne DeFrank, right? Well, I used to get Anne Frank all Anne the time. Anne Frank, yeah. Yes. That's, we're not affiliated at no. all. <laughs> so where can people find you? They want to buy a home. They want to do network with you. Yeah, please reach out. AnnaDeFrank.com or my Instagram's AnnaDef17. Pretty much it. Dope. Let's go. Thank you again for a fire episode. This is another episode of Adversity Kings. Make sure you guys like, subscribe to the channel. We post mediocre content all the time. Let's go. Peace.